And welcome to episode 143 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, and as always, I'm joined by Khrib. Say hello. Hello. I'm also joined by Trambamat. Say hello. Ooh, I don't like that. No, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from that, how are you, lovely gentlemen, this fine, incredibly disgustingly warm evening? I am fine, apart from being disgustingly warm. Mm. I mean, Matt, yeah, Matt. I have no, no, no new input into this. I'm fine, apart from being disgustingly warm. But I have a glass Are you of disgustingly nice... warm, dear? What? Are you disgustingly warm, dear? No, I'm fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I am. I just don't want to... I just don't want to be, like, you know... You don't want to hop on the trend. I want to be, like, special. Mm. <laughs> We're just going to have this uh, this new corner a corner of the, of the podcast. Uh, cause, you we'll know, talk we have... about our relative warmth. Yeah, relative warmth. And how just... we feel about it. How How moist and sweaty we all are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't worry, tomorrow will be too cold, so, I mean... I hope so! I've almost forgotten what it feels like to be cold. Yeah, our flat is always far too warm. Mm. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, apart from apart from being warm, are you okay? I'm completely fine. I had a fun day, which made me be a bit late for the for the uh, podcast it, recording. Yes, this is true. <laughs> and I haven't told Drama Matt what I was doing. Yep. No, what were you doing? Would you like... Would you like to guess? Um, okay, so it was... This is a, a peek behind the curtains, but it oh, was early okay. evening, or at least it finished early evening. Mm-hmm. Mm, so now is it down to... That doesn't know, that doesn't rule anything out for you. No. Um, <laughs> I okay. thought this was going to be like an exercise, like you were, you're fully going to go into your Sherlock mind palace. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> it's like could feasibly it's be like, doing... No. You could feasibly be doing, be doing anything between the hours of like... Five and seven, or whatever time it was that you were doing the thing. Like, oh, you could I have been sleeping, you could started. have been drinking, you could have been wargaming, you could have been. It, I don't I'll know. I'll give you a yeah. hint. I'll give you two hints. It okay. started at 2 p.m. Okay. And it wasn't with Wib. Was it with other people? Yeah, it was with another person, yes. Another person. Were you. That's too long for the cinema. Were you playing some sort of game? No. Okay, were you watching a thing? No. Would you like me to spoil it? Because I don't think you'll ever get it. I was doing shots with Wib's (laughs) mum. Yep. Right. Okay. Absolutely. We met up at two p.m. because she finished work at two p.m. We went and got a coffee at a new a new cafe. Thought Mm -hmm. it was wank. Went up the road to one of the most haunted pubs in Derby. Had a bottle of prosecco and a packet of crisps. Went and got a Greg's. We're classy bitches like that. Then I was like, have you ever had a frozen margarita? And she was like, no. And I was like, I'll buy you one. So we went and got a frozen margarita. Yes. And then we realized that TGI Fridays did two for one cocktails. <laughs> so we went I in there. <laughs> yeah, we went in there. And she was joking. She was like, oh, I'm so glad my husband's picking me up. And I'm like, you, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm fine, by the way. I'm, I'm not drunk. I was not drunk. I have not been drunk. Oh, my God. The way I left your mother. <laughs> <laughs> We went into TGI Fridays and they had what's called a jelly, um, a, a, a jammy donut shot. Right. So we had a shot each and it literally, it was like raspberry liqueur, Bailey's and cream. 
And it was like, you know, when you drink something, you go, oh, this is nice. And then you get that heat in your chest and mm. you go, that was very alcoholic. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we did that. Uh, Wib's mum was basically drunk halfway through her because she, she was sipping. We were, we were just sipping on them because they were delicious. Halfway through, she was so drunk. <laughs> and then I was like, do you want another one? She was like, oh, I daren't not go on. And she was like, no. And I was like, well, they're £5.50 each. So do you want to just get... And she was like, I'll tell you what, you get, how, about, how about I buy you two? And you can have two shots and I'll have a double Baileys. And I was like, all right. And she was like, oh, you're going oh, to be drunk tomorrow. I'm like, nah, I'm not. You're way too Australian to She get was drunk joking the whole time going, you are so Australian. Mm. I remember when Wib... Well, she didn't say Wib, but she was like, I remember the first date you and Matt went on. He came back and went, mum, I made a mistake. I tried to keep up with an Australian. <laughs> he was drunk the next day. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> I fucking was. I was drunk until about 2pm the next day. I was at work. It was great. Yeah, you were texting me going, honey, I'm drunk as fuck. And I'm like, I'm not. I wasn't even hungover. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I and she orders me two shots. And like, and she's like, go on then, drink them. And I'm like, okay. And I, I drink them and I'm fine. <laughs> I'm literally fine. And she's like, oh, I'm glad my husband's picking me up, bloody hell. And it, it was adorable. Because basically then we speed walked to a place to get picked up by her husband to get dropped off. But yeah, uh, that's why I was late for podcast recording. Because I was doing shots with my husband's mum. Which was pretty boss, actually. <laughs> I feel like I should probably uh, go and send a, a, send a message to my mum and say, like, get am well I soon. allowed to use... R.I.P. Are we allowed to use that picture, the picture of you doing a shot? Because there is a picture of her doing a shot. Literally, I was like, Um, you should send, you should, do you want to send your husband a picture? She was like, ooh, let's be naughty. Am I allowed to use that for podcast art? (laughs) (laughs) And just call the episode doing shots with Wiz Mom. And it's it's not even a joke, yeah. Mm. And she was like, we've got to do this next month. And I'm like, you're all right. Like, I'm f- You're going to be the death of my mother. Hey, she's an adult. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> we we had a great time. I think demonstrably she doesn't know what she's doing. Well, she literally was like, I've earned this. I returned trousers that didn't fit properly. Okay, as an anxious person, yeah, no, that's fair. No, actually. no, she did no, yeah, she was like, yeah. No, we've earned this. No. And apparently, weirdly, I don't know where this was coming from. Like, this is not a bit, like, I don't know where this is coming from. Everyone in her office that before she came out, she was like, going out with my daughter in law. Yeah, having a coffee, and everyone's like, oh, you'll be hungover tomorrow. And she was like, no, I won't. And I'm like, where did that come from? Do they just think I'm this, this whirlwind of alcoholism? Am I? <laughs> no, it's my mother-in-law who is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was fun. Huh. So I'm quite happy, because I think on my going through of the options that you could have been doing, I think the first one I suggested was day drinking. Um, yeah, but yeah. also I'm trying to work I, out if I if there's ever a, a pre, like a realistic chance that I could ever be in the location of you two on one of your Tuesday day drinking sessions because that would be hilarious. <laughs> you should definitely come and have shots with Wibbs' mum and I. That would be great. Because like the thing, everyone was... has shots with my mum except me. Yeah. Well, you don't drink. This is true. Well, you, you have shots of milk. It's fine. Well, we don't want yeah, to exclude no, mil- you because you're making disgusting. the better choice here. But <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. this is our thing now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is, this is I'm including your thing myself. You all have with yeah, my mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you won't never party till you're partied with Wib's mum. <laughs> oh well, that sounds lovely, Snipe. 
Honestly, it was lovely. And we had a big gushing. You know what she spoke about the majority of the time? Mm. How proud she was of you. No. I'm not even She joking. must have been drunk, yeah. That was before, well, no. I said that was before we were drinking. But she started out, this is how sweet Wib's mum is, with a hot chocolate. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, should we be naughty? And I was like, I will literally drink straight vodka out of a boot. Yeah, fucking do, whatever you can do will not be as gross and horrible as something I've done. <laughs> I've probably, I've drunk hot water out of a radiator. You can't fucking kill me. I haven't. I'm joking. Please. I bet. <laughs> Isn't that a good way to get like Legionnaire's disease? Yeah, probably. I, I mean, I've never been to France. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's a good point to, uh, to ask Matt what he's been doing. Matt, you've been to France and got Legionnaire's disease. What have you been up to? Uh, well, I've done none of these things recently. You've um, never, you've, what? No. What have you been up to apart from contracting Legionnaire's disease by drinking hot water from a radiator because the kettle took, took too long to boil? How hot are your radiators? Anywho, um, I've been doing <laughs> a little bit more Zelda, nothing much more to add. I'm slowly getting into it a bit. Um, um, main thing I've been doing is we've watched, there is a new series of Black Mirror. And I oh, was, is really? yeah, and I went into it mildly sceptical because I was like, well, there's a time and a place Charlie for these Brooker's sort of not things. been there for a, he hasn't been on the writing team for quite a while. Oh, no, he was, he still writes no, it. Still there. Oh, is yeah, he? Yeah, it's just when it went to Netflix, I'm it did liar. become slightly more Americanized. And I don't know, the last season, season five, was fine, but like, I was a little bit apprehensive going into this one. But it's flipping great. Really good. It's five episodes rather than the, the, the more typical three that it seems to have been quite a lot of the time. Um, and every single five of the five is good. Like, oh, wow. Unabashedly good. Like, not just like, oh, it was all right. Like, every single of the five was really good. Mm-hmm. And I think, and this is putting words into Charlie Booker's mouth. I haven't, I'm sure he's probably spoken about it. But the way that I'm interpreting it is that basically... Any horrifying techno story that he can come up with is basically already happening to us. <laughs> so, I mean, like, like yeah. Be- like, so many of the ones in the past have turned out to be true, or turned out to be tech that's about, that is now happening. You mean like, the kind of stuff where it's like, there was that uh, episode which, uh, where if you're not looking at the screen, the advert stops and screams at you and says you have to be looking, actively looking at the screen, otherwise the advert won't play and it won't ever stop. Because I'm waiting for that to yeah, fucking I mean, happen. Yeah, I mean, that's already been patented. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, kill me! Um, a whole bunch of other tech ones. The prime minister putting his dick in a pig—that happened too. Like all of them, basically, seem to have come true. So <laughs> mm-hmm. this is me. This is my interpretation of it. But basically, he's like, "Well, I can't get more horrifying than it is in real life." So he basically—they've moved away slightly from the. And a couple of the episodes are still vaguely that, but they've moved away from the "what if" technology, but a bit further in the future and worse. To horror. just basically, well, I mean, there was just yeah. like a, like three of the five episodes were just straight up horror rather than like tech. Mm. So to I think fair, Snipe, you would you would you would very much enjoy it. Yeah, to be um, fair, like Charlie Brooker, when he has dabbled in horror, has done incredible. Yeah, and none of he them did are, do Dead yeah. Set, but I'm I'm so fucking sick of zombies. I don't care. I always um, forget he did Dead Set. Yeah, I did Dead Set. Yeah, which was basically um, anyone who doesn't know, it's like Big Brother. Which was a um, a UK reality TV oh, it, show. Oh, it's been all around the world. I'm old. 
<laughs> and I've been day drinking with your mother. True. <laughs> it's like giving you know, an excuse brother, for everything in this episode. <laughs> Big Brother wasn't even originally British. Um, and it got, I, I, I can't remember exactly. It was a European but it, country. But it, it basically, what, what would happen if Big, if, when Big Brother was running, a zombie apocalypse happened, basically. I've not seen it because, again, I just don't give a fuck about zombies. It even had Davina McCall in it. Yeah. I did it. It did, Excellent. yeah. She got zombified. <laughs> Spoilers. Good. And then they, she couldn't be on set that day, so they had a mannequin with a wig on it. Yes. At, like, attacking the door. <laughs> it was very fun. But yeah, no, I, I will check that yeah, out. Yeah, there's like, yeah. That sounds pretty cool. Five episodes. And yeah, okay, a couple of them are still... I'm just... I, I had the Wikipedia page up, but I've lost it now. Wiki... Because the first episode is still a bit more like techie, but it's sort a bit of like tech horror. Yeah, it's definitely it's yeah, and then yeah, so episode. I w- I'm not going to go because it's like newish out. I don't really want to go into what each episode is. Yeah, for spoiler reasons. Um, no, I get that. Yeah, but yeah, episodes. One of them. Uh, that one's sort of techie, but it's not. Yeah. That- yeah, that one's just straight up horror, and that one's that one's yeah. So three of the episodes don't involve like a you know technology from the near future or whatever um, at all. They're just straight up like kind of horror shows. Hmm. So cool. yeah, but really well done. I mean, I don't watch that much horror to be honest. So my I, like I my like yeah. So I'd be interested to hear what you say. So my like frame of reference is slightly off. Um, yeah, Black Mirror is one of those shows that I, I remember watching when it first came out and watched like the first couple of seasons of, and then I kind of fell off watching it. And mm. like most of the time, I see people talking about it now is in a fairly derisive way. So it's kind of nice. Yeah, to have it kind of became a bit. Of, yeah, it kind of became a bit of a almost. I don't know. I did see a lot of people kind of just like being like, "Oh, I'm not watching it anymore because it's just technology bad." And it's like, "Yeah, well, it's like what if, you could you what? could take it as that." And like, I I fully understand that reading, but I mean, that's yeah, it was not like people were saying I'd like, "What if phone but bad? What if internet mm. but bad?" And yeah. it, it did it did. I still enjoyed it, but like I said, like the previous season to this, I was like, "Yeah, it was it was fine. We enjoyed it, but." I was a little bit apprehensive going into this, but no, I and because it's sort of anthology things, they're all completely. And there is a couple of in the background. There's a couple of like ongoing references between all the episodes. Um, but always fun. Basically, that's just for that's not really in universe. That's just for the fans of the show to notice or whatever. But like yeah. all, all of the episodes are completely unconnected, so you could just even if you just you only watch the first two BBC ones. Was it BBC or was it Channel Four? I don't know. I anyway, have whatever. No whatever. I just, I just, anyway, whatever. Um, I just want to just have one thing where no matter what your feelings on Black Mirror, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was that story about that lesbian couple. The... It's like San Pesca. Oh, San, San Junipero. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fucking exquisite. Yeah, I like that. And episode, just yeah. th- just remembering it makes me tear up because it was so beautiful. <laughs> Did you watch those the Star Trek esque one? Uh, Space Fleet. Yes, I have seen that one. Of course, you have your nerve. <laughs> I say, yeah. completely yeah. unrelated to the Games Workshop game, Space Fleet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. Even if you haven't watched any of the episodes or you've missed out at any point in the past, I recommend jumping in with this current series, and then yeah, you know, sure. get, that sounds um, good. Yeah, very, highly recommended. Really enjoyed them. Mm. And I think one of them was like, they're all like, because they're Netflix, the joy, one good thing of Netflix is that 
you don't have to make an episode as like an hour long or 40 minutes long or whatever. You can just make the episode as long as it needs to be to do the episode thing, yeah. which mm. is quite nice. So some of them are a bit longer yeah. and some of them are a bit shorter. But yeah, highly recommended. Um, I can't well, go a de- dive, do a, too much of a deep dive, to be honest, because they've all got various twists and mm. I don't want to. Well, I will absolutely check it out, dude. Thank you very but, much. Yeah, highly recommended. But yeah, that's basically us, to be honest. Okay. No. Um, to the mat, otherwise known as Web. Hello. What have you been up to? Um, a, a few bits and pieces. Um, not that much, although in all in all honesty, um, not really. You killed that guy. I did not kill anyone. Uh, legally, I must say <laughs> that I have not killed anybody. Yeah. Um, not even technically, in yes, but legally, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't stop him from dying. So technically, <laughs> oh my god, that's so gruesome. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so uh, I've not, not really been uh, been playing much in the way of video games apart from my continued bizarre thing of like seeing how many golden eggs I can acquire in uh, Vampire Survivors. Um, that has consumed far too much time. Uh, but I have got some things to just wrap up that I've spoken about before. Um, uh, st- uh, uh, both both shows that are on Paramount Plus actually. Um, not Which swan. is uh, Strange New World season two has wrapped up, um, and yeah, uh, that that was good a good season. Um, there is a, a a run of episodes that veer from like quite heavy, like real shit going down, and then like the most goofy ass episode next to it. So they have a crossover with the lower decks. So they have a couple of the actors who are the voice actors in the lower decks appear in live action as their characters um, because fortunately they're physically close enough to them that they can get away with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that, that was fun. Uh, and then the next episode after that is about like uh, horrific PTSD people living with after um, being involved in in war. Uh, and then after that was the musical episode, so that was good. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Strange New Worlds continues to be uh, the Star Trek series with the best batting average of good episodes, uh, since it has not yet had a bad episode in two seasons. Although, admittedly, there are only ten per season, so it's short compared to like the old Star Trek series, which were syndicated, so they have 20-odd episodes per season, and they had, like, like in the 90s, it was... I think I think Next Gen had eight, and then Voyager and DS9 had seven seasons, and then Enterprise had four. So, you know, um, it'll take a while uh, for Strange New Worlds to even approach that level of, of like, amount of episodes. So it's not 100% a fair comparison. Uh, but yeah, no, Strange New Worlds, great. Um, love it. Um, they also finally, finally put up the... Uh, Last uh, handful of episodes for season one of Transformers Earthspark, which is the current season they're doing, that for some reason uh, they are, have been releasing in chunks of episodes, months apart. Okay. I have no... Well, okay, I do partially know why, because I believe that they can do... Th- this is, like, related to how they pay people per seasons, is I think, like, why streaming services do silly shit like that, uh, which sucks, but, you know. Mm. Um, and yeah, it it ended up in in a quite a quite fun place. Although I will say, I think the show is a little like 
it is a little disappointing that you get to the end and obviously there's it's a big fight thing at the end. But they kind of blew their load with one of the coolest fight scenes in Transformers halfway through the season at sort of the the right at the start of one of the like the like the first break they had like like the last episode before they had a break um has just um a a very very cool action sequence that everyone's like oh yeah um could we have just been doing this all the time because this is rad as shit uh and uh, the the ones in the in the later half just don't really match up to that so even though it's not bad or anything there is that tiny little thing where you're like oh i was kind of hoping we'd have another thing up to that kind of level to be the finale of it although there is a there is a fun reference where one of the new babby transformers who are the terrans um one of them like recreates one of the uh the fun things that megatron does uh in the really cool fight scene from earlier where he uses his fusion cannon to like just pile drive someone into the ground from being in the air um basically to give him like the speed to do so <laughs> um and she effectively does that but does it to punch someone very hard instead and it's like oh that's a cool little little nod um, but it's still it's cute it's 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 fun um yeah uh, that was that was that was a bit fun i also went to see a gig uh, which i've not done in a while you did uh, cuz my dad just like called me out of nowhere and was like hey i'm going to go see the struts tonight do you want to go see the struts cuz i've got an extra ticket and i was like i've never heard what the struts sound like but sure um so yeah i went to went to rock city in nottingham which I've not been to for quite a while. Fancy place. The struts. Oh, last time I went there, we played it. <laughs> yeah, we know the struts. The struts are great. Mm-hmm. My brother was almost in the struts. Really? I'm yeah, because he because he was um, Adam, the guitarist, is the guitarist from from my brother's old band. I didn't know because I knew he was from Derby, but I didn't. Yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, no, Shit, I, yeah. No, I didn't yeah. actually know that. Okay, that's. Oh, yeah, no, no, oh, we wow. we put up a hangout with him quite quite a bit. Nice guys. Well, I mean, Adam and Luke are nice guys. I don't really know much so much about that's the guitarist and the singer. I don't know the um, yeah. bassist and the drummer that much. What's his name? Geffen and someone else. I forget what the bassist's <laughs> name is. But yeah, Adam's very really lovely. Um, the guitarist. Okay, that's... But yeah, Nat could have been in them. But um, okay. Yeah, don't, I was he glad to, not um, to. Yeah, he, yeah. He, well, yeah. He, yeah. yeah. There's a whole long and arduous thing no no like beef or anything just he decided that wasn't that wasn't what he wanted to do but yeah they're doing great now basically basically mm. based in the states and doing massive in the states and pretty big over here but like not they're way bigger in the states weirdly enough mm. um slightly playing off their britishness which is you know fair enough <laughs> I, w- I will say the singer does appear that he was made in a lab to be uh, a front man yeah yeah, absolutely. Um, he he is like the uh, like if you if you picture in your head a band that is trying to evoke seventies rock music. Yeah, and he is the British lead singer of that <laughs> band. Yeah, um, think think in your head what he looks like, what haircut he has, what his mannerisms on stage are, what his like uh, you know his uh, his vibe. sort of vibe is, and you have the picture in your head that is him, exactly him. Yeah, I mean the band's called Struts <laughs> because of how he is on stage. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Do you enjoy him? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Pretty fun. 
yeah, yeah. they were pretty fun. It's not generally a genre that I'm, uh, you know, I'm super into, but I'm always, I'm always down for live music. So you know, yeah, that was that was a bit of a fun little uh, little different thing I did. Hmm. Um, especially because I've not been, I've not been to see a gig in a long time, uh, like just to go and see one. Uh, like we've done the odd one where we've played like a one-off one here and there, um, but I've not just been to one in a while, so that was quite nice. Mm. Oh, can I just interject here slightly? Yes. Um, on top of the gigs, we we have a gig. We do indeed it have is, a gig. It has been officially announced, but seeing as the band barely has any social media presence and we don't do gigs to advertise it, I feel like we, we, we could, if Matt is I like, why haven't, you adver- why haven't you advertised the gig? I was like, well, I mentioned it in the podcast. Um, <laughs> we have a gig in Leicester. We do. As, as our band, Fighting Evil is Cool. Um, Best which time. various people who listen to the podcast have probably listened to, seeing as it's the intro music. Um, yes, it is the intro music that you've heard for <laughs> pushing 150 episodes. Yeah. That is us. Um, we have a gig. It's co- it's a weekend fest. Um, like I say, festival, but it's like it's at one venue. But it's a weekend. What's the what's the like? What's the best way for it? A festival, I guess. But not yeah, like a, yeah. in, not like out in the fields, intense festival. It's just like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights at, at a pub in Leicester. Um, but they're all dayers, so we're playing on Saturday the twenty first. I want to say, yep. So I'm ahead. I haven't prepped this because I wasn't expecting to <laughs> tangent to it so quickly. Professional. Uh, October. Yeah, we're playing on Saturday the twenty first. We don't know what time yet because they've announced the bands for each day. Have they announced the bands? For each... They've announced that the gig is happening. <laughs> I don't think they've technically released Matt. the. De- I don't think they've officially released the day Matt, splits yet. Are we yet. even playing? Yeah, yeah. Well, no. I just are we a, even a aware band? of like it's not exactly non-disclosure, but it's like officially they've announced the bands playing, but I don't think they've announced the day splits yet. Last I saw. Okay. But either way, we're, okay. we're playing on Saturday. So yeah. it's, at, it's at the Firebug, right? Firebug. Yep, in Leicester, yeah. um, and we're playing at some point. Keep an eye on. I guess you the band. Twitter or whatever will update it, but I guess you guys can really get a bit F-E-I-C closer. F-E-I-C official. Yeah. And I guess... And, like, if, you know, on our Twitter as well... We yeah, really when it gets really a bit closer and we know the, the the final details, you guys can mm. share it. But, yeah, if anyone wants to come to Leicester and see us play music... So, if anybody wants to see how hot drama Matt is in real life, <laughs> which I've had multiple people say to me, <laughs> like, I didn't expect drama Matt to be so hot, and I'm like, I don't... I don't know what to fucking say to you, dude. <laughs> it's like we expected him to be a gremlin, but no. <laughs> no, that's my market I've cornered. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, so we'll so, do yeah, that. We'll get more. Yeah, we'll have more information as as the time comes. We will be uh, debuting our um, mostly new horn section as well, if mm. all goes well. Yeah. So that'd be fun. If I don't kill one of them, like, <laughs> complimentary. I, I don't know how it. that could but, be complimentary. We're also not, playing. Like, um, not, but not because I hate, I hate them, but because we just have a weird <laughs> vibe when we get together. This is true. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. You were saying that. Oh, I, this is more for us chat than the podcast, but everyone else can have an opinion <laughs> on it as well. So we've <laughs> right. played Mr. Wolf are playing. Yes, and yeah, they are also might be playing the Saturday, not officially, but they are. Um, <laughs> Last you time we played with them, we took the piss and we took we stole their cover and then covered the cover that they do. Just and like they us. were like, "How dare you do it better than we do <laughs> when we get drunk before we even was, play yeah, and they can't was, play properly?" It was hilarious. But I don't think we should repeat that joke. But can no. we cover a different Mister Wolf song? We, would what, that we be funny? Or would that not be funny? I think that'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> 
I think it would be very funny if we just played one of their songs yeah. and waited to see how long it took them to notice. <laughs> yeah. Right. That, that's funny in my head, but I don't know if it actually would be funny or if it would actually just be annoying. I, I think I think what we should do is with every band that we know is that we should just start engaging in like this <laughs> long-standing warfare where we all steal each other's songs. No, yeah. I think we should just gaslight them and say that, no, we wrote that song. Yeah. How yeah. dare you? And then just basically absorb it until we're like the biggest band with all of the songs. <laughs> so, oh yeah, that do song. Do you remember when we wrote Purple Rain? Oh yeah, it was wild. It was cool. I just like the idea of like claiming to have written a Mr. Wolf song they wrote twenty years ago. I love that yeah. you said to you said to the lead singer, "Hey, dude, I saw you when I was in school," and you said, "Fuck off." <laughs> I was in college. I wasn't in school. I think I think I, I, think I told him afterwards it was school. And he told me to fuck off twice. Okay, I think it was my first to, year of college, to, so it was right go, after school. To clarify, we're very good friends with this band. We yes. are very good friends <laughs> with them. Yeah, so it's fine. It is fine. Um, yeah, uh, we're back to back to what you've been up to. Oh yeah, um, back to you in the studio with. Oh, I, uh, I probably should mention. Uh, I've uh, I finally uh, started going uh, to fucking counselling, uh, so that's mm. fun. Um, I'm really proud of you, and I yeah, think well more done. people like would benefit. I think pretty much everyone would benefit from going to counselling uh, because yeah. there are so many things that you know in the modern day that are fucking terrible and awful, and <laughs> unfortunately, what happens to us is not our fault. But dealing with the fallout from that, unfortunately, is our responsibility. Mm. Um, yeah, it turns it turns out uh, it didn't take long uh, for uh, my therapist to be like, so it seems like you're just really mad about everything all the time, and you don't really know how to express that. And I'm like, yeah. fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, no, that's the problem. I can't say fuck you. You were like, that's um, an interesting observation. Yeah, basically, I basically. Uh, so. Um, yeah, I guess I guess I guess I should probably say that if, uh, say, you happen to see me uh, on Twitter or whatever, or I guess <laughs> ho- hopefully we can manage to migrate to Blue Sky or something that's better. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, if if you happen to see me and I seem more angry than usual at any point, uh, that's that's good for me. That's uh, like complimentary. That, that's that's me actually doing things that I need to to be better. Uh, you probably won't see that. Uh, but you know, uh, if you do, that's why. Um, and don't worry. Uh, the only other thing I've really got to mention is that, uh, I've, um, for my birthday, because it was my birthday last week. Happy birthday, happy even birthday. though I said happy birthday and I got you a card and stuff. You did. Yeah. Um, my, uh, so when I was, when I was a little kid, I had a train set that my granddad built for me and it was a lovely thing. Uh, but for the last like quarter of a century, um, it's just been in storage because no, you know, my my dad's not had anywhere to kind of, you know, have it out, um, and I've not had anywhere to kind of have it. Um, but I've been really wanting to actually get it repaired because it's because it's been in storage for so long. Some of it's not in a good state. Uh, I really wanted to like you know restore it, even if I can't get things like back uh, back to normal. And to this end, for uh, my birthday, my dad did buy me a little starter like modern train set, so I would have some nice clean modern track and a power like power supply and controller thing, um, and a working train. Uh, so I'd basically have a like what's the word a 
a, a thing to test everything against so I would be able to actually get all this stuff fixed, or at least try to. And yeah, so I, I've started that. A control? That. Sorry? A control. A control, yeah. Yeah, a sort of control. Yeah, have, have something to control against. Um, and yeah, so I've been I've been messing around with that. Um, and uh, my first thing was I, I went through and dismantled, um, cleaned and reassembled uh, a handful of freight rolling stock. And so that all rolls nicely now because it was a bit slow because there's obviously like dirt and grime in the axles. And uh, last night I got my first train working because all the trains I had were not working. Um, some of them made a little bit of a sputter of life when you put them on the track, but they were they just needed like this one just needed a you know a, a like dismantling, cl- thorough cleaning and reassembly, and it's you know it's a bit ropey sounding and may not have the best performance but i have a vague recollection of it kind of always being like that um even when i was a kid um so uh that's been really nice to get those things working again i've had a few moments where i'm like just watching a train going round, um pulling the old old stock that i had from you know as a kid and hear, hearing the sounds of it like doing the chunk chunk over the uh over the track and uh being kind of teleported back like thirty years, um, which has been I think quite pleasant. Just like, oh, yeah, your yeah. dad's been pretty like hyped about it. As well. <laughs> yeah, um, to to the point that we are going to a model railway convention hmm. uh, in like November. <laughs> um, my other brothers were asked if they want to come. But since they are much younger than me and they never had experience with um, train sets, I believe their responses were... Fuck and no. Why the fuck would I want to go to that boring shit? Uh, And me and my dad are like, we do. I think... (laughs) Joking aside, I think it's cool to like what you like. Yeah, uh, there has been a funny thing because I've been... um, Because of like restoring this stuff... Um, because obviously I, rest- uh, you know, I, I like get old Warhammer miniatures and I, I, I restore them back to, you know, tabletop readiness. That's just a hobby. Uh, and so obviously there's some um, of those skills that do transfer over. But because it's working with electronics and things like that, there are different things, you know, different skills to learn. So I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos of people like dismantling these things to you know figure out how to do it and what's the safest sort of way to go about these things. And I have encountered one quite fun thing, which is the um, a remarkable amount of model train uh, like YouTube channels are just run by some old bloke. <laughs> like it'll just be some guy, and you're like, oh, they sound pretty old, and then their hands come into the shot because it's like you know, and it's like skeleton, and it's like you can see like, oh shit, this guy's in like his seventies or eighties, and it's just quite, it's really quite sweet, actually. it's quaint. Yeah, I did, I did see one that was like some some bloke, um, and he was talking about his like micro setup that he got because this this is a very boring thing, but um. Most trains, like bigger trains, are said to only be able to run on third radius curves, which are quite wide. Um, but in reality, most trains will actually run on much tighter track. They're just not guaranteed. Not everything can run super good on it. Um, so I'm going to be grabbing some first radius track because I've got bugger all room to test stuff, let alone have a 
like set up out, which is out of the question at this point in our lives. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I was seeing someone talk about their like little micro scale thing. I was like, oh, okay, that's that's useful for me to know because I know what sort of space I can have to test things and to mess around with things. Cool. Uh, and then I all found out that that channel is co-run with this guy and his like young son, Aww. who is a who is remarkably together as a host. I was quite I was quite surprised. I was like, oh yeah, and like I saw a video where he was talking about dismantling. He was actually one of the trains that I was like dismantling and uh, and he was like yeah n- uh, thank you for everyone saying nice things about my presentation style a lot of you have said that i am much better than my dad uh so that's fun rude <laughs> mean yeah no it's just, it's a very quaint hobby and even on youtube it's you know there's obviously big channels who are more professionally and slickly run and you know people who have got obscene setups and things that are like beyond what a normal person can make, but there's just lots of like very attainable hobbyists, like you know where you looked at it and you and you don't go, oh, I'd never be able to build that. You go, that's impressive, but it's also I can see what you've done, hmm. and I could totally do that. And I, I, it, I, you know, we talk about this all the time with Warhammer stuff, where these days, um. Whilst Warhammer community, to their credit, does when they um, have people in the community paint stuff for them and they show it off, there is actually a pretty there is a pretty wide range of like skill levels that they tend to ask people, and I do really appreciate that. But like the old codexes used to just have painting guides where it would be basically how I paint, which is attainable to anyone with a bit of time uh, and, and patience, uh, because it's just. Flat colour, you wash in the recesses, give a highlight. I would say that's not true at all. Hmm? You are a very good painter, and it, it's, it's like anyone can sculpt, like, you know, the, the old masters. You just have to do it a lot. It's no. like, yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's more kind of like that's a common, that's a more common thing you'll see on like a lot of game tables. What, what, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm trying to say that is that the techniques that I, I use are ones that okay. are very simple to pick up, and then it is just a matter of refining them. Whereas when you get to the really high end stuff, that involves techniques that are really hard to master and are quite hard to even get on board with. Mm. Um, whereas when stuff is presented in a way that's like aspirational but attainable, I, I think is really like positive, you know? Yeah, the miniature next door. Yeah, it's like <laughs> uh, like whilst whilst you know I can, I can accept that I you know I'm not a bad painter or anything. I'm, I'm you know I'm pretty decent. I'm not, I'm not picking a fight. I'm just... Um, but you know I don't think there's many techniques that I have that are like advanced. It's just I've got quite good at some of the, at some of them, and you know I and I think that's the thing that you know. Obviously, if you've got you know motor issues and things like that aside, um, you know, if you put the time in, then yeah, you can you can get those results quite easily. And I think that's that's cool to have that as like to be out there because I don't know I find it more inspirational to see something that is imperfect but attainable than to see something perfect and unattainable. You know, mm. or at least that's how I feel. Okay. Oh, um. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I if I've I've disappeared down the model train hole. Uh, who knows when I will escape? I have a lot more trains to fix. Um. And uh. No, before, like, stop asking him if he's going to make Warhammer trains. 
I am not. No, because sometimes are... two hobbies are just two fucking different hobbies. These are two separate things. Um, I don't. I, yeah, I, I just. Yeah, I, I kind of just. I like my old British trains. Yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> when you, I, I'm 37 years old now, and once you reach around that age, you're you're reaching the point at which you've got to pick your old man specialization, and either being racist, liking trains. You see, I was going to go with getting really into military history or getting into model railways. I said what I said. <laughs> and uh, and I'm definitely more of a train guy than a military history guy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. uh, that's that's sort of, a, or, you know, uh, what, what I'm doing. Uh, but uh, that's about it. I'll hopefully have some. I've been I've been showing stuff off on Twitter. I would be showing it off on Blue Sky as well, but it doesn't have video in it yet. So I can't. Yet. Yeah. Um, and uh, I am hoping to put together some uh, some videos, sort of showing off what I've done uh, on YouTube as well. Because you, you've done good. Because uh, yeah, because it's an important thing with a lot of sentimental value to me. I, I did kind of want to catalogue what I've been doing a little bit. Um, it's very janky the way I filmed it all because it is just filmed on the fly on my phone. Uh, but yeah, hopefully it'll do something that might be it might be fun to people. And again, I'm doing this like as someone who doesn't know what they're doing getting into it. So hopefully, you know, may, maybe that will be like cool for people who maybe are in a similar situation to me who like have, say, an old set and are like, oh, I'd like to get it out again, but it doesn't really work. <laughs> like how, like, what can I do? You're thinking I was that that was a penis. What? Right. You're the one. Going to get it out again, but it doesn't really work because <laughs> it's a bit old now, you know. It's a penis thing. No, I, I, I didn't bring up penises. You did. Yeah. No. Draw him out. Tell him. Tell him <laughs> off and get him done. <laughs> he can't get done again. <laughs> um, but yes, and, and Matt, if you want to play with my model trains the next time you come over, you can play with my mm, model trains. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I shall now pass over... Uh, to snipe. Hi. So apart from getting drunk with my mum, uh, what oh, have no, you been doing? Oh no, I didn't doing? get drunk. Well, okay. Apart from getting my mum drunk. <laughs> okay, she is an adult and chose her own path. <laughs> apart from watching your mother get drunk. <laughs> apart from enabling my mother getting drunk. I what wouldn't have say you been I'm doing? even an enabler. She it paid for do. everything. <laughs> I don't know. I was there. <laughs> I was bearing Would she have been sat getting drunk if you weren't there? You don't know that. I'm going to say that I think that's pretty guaranteed that it would not be the case. So you you are culpable on some level. Well, she seemed pretty chill and happy yeah, about it. It's a good I'm, thing, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to let your hair down every now and again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been doing a couple of things. I watched a movie. You watched a movie? That I have been looking forward to watching for quite a while. See, I wanted to... Oh, shit, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Unfortunately, like, because uh, Remley's had to dash, uh, so I couldn't go into how uh, Across the Spider-Verse is now my new hyperfixation, and I'm fucking in love with it, and it's incredible, and it makes me want to be a better artist. I cried through the entire thing. It made me want to be a better man. Etc. Etc. But just... It, I've said it now. But yeah, I saw Renfield. And what? I, I, Renfield, the movie with Thomas Nicholas Holt. I can't remember. He was, he's an English actor, I think. Yeah, he played Beast. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 In, Nicholas uh, Holt. Yeah. yeah. Nicholas yeah, Holt, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 And. Nicholas Cage as Ooh. Dracula. 
He is, he is chewing the fuck out oh, of the scenery every second. It was perfect. It, oh, I absolutely fucking loved every minute of that because we went round to your uh, your father's house. Yes, and decided to have um like some dinner, and they asked what 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 would you want to watch, and I said Renfield, <laughs> and they were like okay. Because my d- dad just has every movie all the time. Yeah. And I didn't know, but I had Shore Agdashlu. Shore Agdashlu. I can never say her name properly. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say it out loud. I've probably butchered it and I feel bad. But, she um, played Avasarala in, in The Expanse. She played She's Dr. Cool Rao shit. in X-Men 2, the movie. She is. The, she also played Dina Madani's mother in the first season of The Punisher. She is a lady with an absolutely incredible, incredible voice. It's like whiskey drizzled over smoke. <laughs> yeah, she's got this real she's got a uh, deep gravelly voice. Oh, this, uh, her voice uh, is incredible. And she was in it as well. And I'm like, well, this is the best fucking movie I've ever seen, <laughs> quite frankly. Um, and it's about Renfield going to um, support groups for people in codependent relationships. <laughs> So it's kind of a dark, gory action comedy set in Orleans, and yeah. it's fucking great. Yeah, I didn't know anything about it other than it was about Dracula and Renfield mm. going into it, and so what the actual plot was and how the movie is and all the action sequences was a complete surprise. And I'm just like, oh, it's lit like a bread tube video, and I love that. Oh yeah, good, lovely, really lighting. love yeah. the lighting. They're fantastic. I'm like, I'm, I say the only thing I didn't really like about it is the fact that they had a lot of CGI blood. They had some real squibs in there, though, mm. which was cool. But yeah, a lot of CGI blood. But honestly, it was it was really funny. It was really visually exciting. Nicolas Cage. Do I even need to say <laughs> that that man is incredible? Like, absolutely top-notch. I really like uh, the bits near the start where it's, like, telling the backstory and they use they, they use some <laughs> of the shots from the 1930s uh, Bela Lugosi Dracula movie. And they have uh, and it in four three, and in four three, oh. and um, like you know, impose in the new actors to like tell the backstory as if it, you know, it's sort of a continuation of the original mm. movie in that regard. But like you know, yeah, and I, know, I really appreciate that sort of taking a nod to the old uh, old Dracula movie. I absolutely loved it. It was fantastic. Can recommend if you're a fan of Nicolas Cage, you'll think it's great because I mean, it, there are two types of people in this world. Fans of Nicolas Cage and people I can never trust. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, that was incredible. And I thought it was very funny and awesome. Mm. Um, Yeah. Um, The other thing I've been doing, my brother was a little shit. And he he bought me Baldur's Gate 3. Now, little known indie game. You'll have probably never heard of it. Little known game. Uh, they did the shocking thing of putting like queer representation in it, um, and didn't nickel and dime people with DLC and and extras and shit. And everyone's going, "Holy shit! Video games are awesome <laughs> when they're not being like, like basically, like ba- <sighs> So the video games industry is 
just industries in general are fucking despicable and awful and bad. And I don't think there's going to be anyone in the comments going, oh, you hate capitalism and yet you participate in it. I am very intelligent. Um, but let's be honest, I'm just going to telepathically give them the derision they deserve mm. in the past. Um, but yeah, and like, Larian, I really love them as a developer. I absolutely fucking adore Divinity Divinity Original Sin 2. I spent hundreds of hours in that mm. game. It is fucking phenomenal. Which is why I kind of, like, when Baldur's Gate 3 came out, I was like, I don't really care about Baldur's Gate, but I do now. Because Larian's <laughs> yeah. involved. I love their combat system. I love, like, the interweaving plot lines and all the little bits and, and like, how they write stories and how they write characters and everything. And guess what? I was right to look forward to it because it's fucking awesome. Because, yeah, it's been in, like, early access for, like, three years yeah, or something, which that, is why... Yeah. yeah. And but it, then it had the official release, like, a month ago. No, it was less than a month. Yeah, a couple weeks we, ago, yeah. Yeah, recently. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So quite recently. And, yeah, it's my, so my refreshing brother... as, like, not, like, releasing a game that's all, like, broken and, like, day one fixes to not fix it and all this sort of nonsense. <laughs> And being like, well, you know, if you wanted to play the Bard class, maybe you should have bought the £800 pre-order. Yeah, no, nothing like that. I mean, because, yeah, because that has been a discourse around that. But yeah, it should be nice. It has been in early access for three years, so it didn't come out, put, like, without needing day one patches. Mm. Well, without needing, like, hefty, hefty yeah, patches. Yeah. Like, out of nowhere, they, yeah. they had done that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, that's the way yeah. to do it, like, right? Mm. Well, I mean, like... I just, I just really like what they've done. Like, mm -hmm. it's really cool because okay, I'm going to talk about genitals right now for a, for a little bit, <laughs> very quickly. So literally, you can have like um, the identity, like male, female, non-binary, which I'm like, oh, oh fuck. The my the government of the country emphasis on emphasis on the first uh, syllable. syllable there um, won't acknowledge that I fucking exist but this video game does mm. and that's nice you're like regardless of the frame you have you can have either like you know either generals and mm. this there's, there's a selection <laughs> there actually. is there is a selection <laughs> of different different uh cocks balls and and vag that are available well no because a, a vagina is the more internal part they yes, refer I to know, it as a I vulva know. which is actually accurate it's just i heard it described to me in that way and, and, you and can't, it's just you, it's okay. wedged in my brain before now. anyone <laughs> gets excited about being able to like mix and match dicks and balls it's just dick and balls yeah, together yeah. i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah but uh, apart from apart from the dick and or balls, you do have like a nudity thing you can turn on and off, like if you're streaming or whatever, um, at like the beginning. Yeah. But it starts out pretty hardcore, uh, not dissimilar to D Divinity Original Sin two, um, with complimentary. I'm not complaining. Um, you actually like roll a d20 in this as well. Mm. It comes up and it's like you're this. This is what you're testing, like. And like you know, in the in dialogue, it goes, "Oh, do you want to like deception, uh, persuasion, mm. you know, stuff like that?" And it shows you what bonuses you have. It's got it. It like the character sheet is just a D and D mm. character sheet. I didn't mean to ask actually, uh, because I know like the previous Baldur's Gates did just run on on old AD and D. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not what sure which edition. I, I don't know either. I'm just guessing. Um, it's been a long time since I played the, any of the original Baldur's Gate. Mm. Uh, but does is I assume this one is running on fifth edition. I think so because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I just I don't care for 
AD&D. And I've said it now. <laughs> because if I don't like something, that means that everyone else has to stop enjoying it if they yeah. like it. So, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm being pretty cruel. <laughs> um, but no, like all that kind of stuff. And you've got like, oh, God. like I, I've got two characters. I've got Nathan, obviously. Mm. Oh, no, I have three. I have Hela. Everyone, everyone will know Hela, my uh, half-elf paladin. Um, I have Nathan, my human warlock. And I have Jacka, who is a character who's from my WoW role-playing days, mm-hmm. who is a half-orc uh, monk. And I, oh, I just keep wanting to start up a new character and play through, because every time I do, even if I think I'm doing the exact same things, things are different. Mm. And I'm like, oh, this is why I love Larian so much, is because they do... It's like, it's properly... It's it's kind of how you think a really good D&D session should be, where it's like, there is a place you need to get in for treasure. There are four ways in. Mm. And if you're if you're geared more towards like a charming character, you've got a high charisma, you, you could probably talk your way in there. If you're a sneaky, sneaky character, you could probably sneak in there and pick a lock or two. You can like, it's like, you know, you can bribe people... You can steal, like you can pickpocket stuff. You can, oh god, it's so cool. <laughs> um, and I've just, I've just been thoroughly enjoying myself, and I'm really curious as to see where it goes. And I can't wait to see the sex scenes. It's going <laughs> to be really interesting. Um, also, um, can you I know druids can weight? fuck people, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're I... talking about their fucking. <laughs> okay, can I just say this? This 100 happened, and I will relay it as it. As as it occurred, I was sat in the kitchen, uh, drawing. Uh, I hear a flurry of footsteps <laughs> because, like our our kitchen and our living room, or where the computer is and where we do all our work, are like next to each other. I hear a scurry through the through the hallway. The kitchen door flies open, and it's Wib, shirtless, hair must, and a crazy look in his eye. <laughs> That is just how I enter the kitchen all the time, though. Yeah, but it's also... It's really I, fucking hot, okay? It really is. It, it, oh, it really is hot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> and he goes, when were you going to tell me? And I go, I'm sorry. And he goes, that you can fuck a bear in Baldur's Gate 3. And I was like, I I thought you knew it. He was like, no, I did not know. Why didn't you tell? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and then he just storms off and I'm like... What happened? Because yeah, they released a quick thing of like uh Al Astarian, who's mm. the the smarmy white haired elf who I love it how Larian came out with stats that seventy percent of players had been rejected by him <laughs> because he's he's a he's a very snobby elf, don't you know? He like literally I was like, Could you wait in camp? Uh, I've got to go with um with like the other like this this other warlock and he's like oh darling I thought we had something special well, go away then and I'm like oh fuck you I am gonna bone this elf no <laughs> I'm gonna because with my um oh god what I can't remember the game where Pavi's from Soulbound Soulbound my Soulbound character Pavi Odeina. She is a horrible person, so she's going to be my boast for for bedding Astarian, because she's horrible and he'll love her, because she's nasty and mean, mm. and that's very very Astarian. Like literally everything I do, Astarian is like, oh you bore. <laughs> I'm like, maybe we shouldn't kill children. He's like, oh what are we? The morally correct belief? Well, he's not. He's that. like all oh, political correctness gone he's mad. Got his Can't own even YouTube burn down an orphanage. <laughs> he's got his own the woke karate have got to you. <laughs> 
I mean, to be fair, no. (laughs) No, but yeah, no, he's not that bad. Jesus Christ. But like, there's loads of little things. It's like, I went through the exact same and I had him in my party with with a different character. And like the first night, because you have short rest and long rest Mm -hmm. in a camp. um, I went for like the um, first night I went for a long rest with one character, a thing happened with him. And then when I went for a long rest with a second character, a completely different thing happened. And I was like, oh my God, I haven't mm. done anything differently. I've spoke to him about the same. Oh, this is interesting. Mm. Ooh. So I'm, oh, I'm literally my friend Violet, um, who I will give an update on, on the podcast we're doing. We've, we've, uh, with a bunch of, you know, illness and kids being off school and stuff, it's been delayed, but don't worry. I think I'll just, the next time I'll talk about it, it'll be when it's out. This is your cryptid. This podcast is my cryptid podcast. Yeah. With my friend Violet. Um, We've literally been just texting for like a week going, oh, we could be playing Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> and like I made Nathan and she made her D&D character Talus from the Misanthropy Party. I'm sure a lot of you remember. And we've just been sending pictures back and <laughs> forth going, this is what Talus is doing. And I'm like, oh, no, this is what Nathan's doing. He's probably drunk because that's what he does. <laughs> it is It is a perfect venue to remake your D&D characters it's in. so Because it is cool. a D&D it's game. It's so fun. And I, I, Although I do want I to issue... I do right have now. one big complaint. What? You cannot make a goblin. I'm wondering now because Larry and you are usually really good long term taking care of their yeah. players because Divinity Original Sin Two was still having free updates with like cosmetics and stuff for quite a while. Yeah, um, and I would not be surprised if because it's like the it's the most concurrently played game on Steam. They've made fuckloads of money oh, and yeah. rightfully so. Yeah. I'm sorry, they've earned that money. I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, oh, by the way, now we're gonna unlock we're gonna unlock Tabaxi, Changelings, and goblins i would not be surprised if they just kind of added extra yeah. like races or whatever i i, w- I would like to be I w- able to i would like yeah. i would like because you need to make normal you need to make normal um also it would be nice just to put in kenkers because i think you could do a lot yeah. of I, I think it might be a little difficult but i th- i think that it, would take so much time i think you could probably work quite a good thing of like having it would be difficult to like work out how to make their responses work, but I think if you can make it work, that would be. It would be like in because. So the reason why I was so why I I, I uh, had such wild uh, excitement about being able to fuck a bear was not because I want to fuck a bear. Uh huh. Yeah. Sure. Okay. But it's because that is illustrative of the type of freedom that all the best RPGs allow, where they let you do the silly shit that you go, I wonder if I could, a lot and of the answer is yes. people might think that in that love scene, if you're a druid, you have to be you have to be well-shaped into a bear to get fucked by a starion. That will not be the case. With Larry, and it will be like, it'll be an offhand thing that, say, a starion will say, it's like, oh, you don't suppose you want to be in bear form? And then you could go, well, maybe. You went to that. And it'll be like, it'll <laughs> be an just, option. Or you, you just go have. into the conversation in bear form and they're just like, eh, whatever. Well, the thing is, if you're in bear form, you can't speak common. Ah. You can't speak any mm. language, which is what... And, and, and he can't natively talk to animals. Mm. So, and... Uh, There'll be shenanigans. They'll, there are shenanigans that would make it work, but at the same time... Also, um, n- not really a spoiler, but um, I met a little puppy. I met a dog called Scratch. Good. And mm. you can talk to him, and he's very—he's lovely. He's very nice. And if you don't have talk to animals, you can still kind of get him to go back to your camp. Mm. You can pet him. And it's not just a pat-pat. It's a you put your hands on the side of his head and scruffle him. <laughs> and he's like, ah! And I'm like, that's how you pet a dog. I love it. Ah! 
And I think one of the descriptions <laughs> for like thing is like pet all the dogs. I can't I can't remember what it is, but like what, like an achievement? No, no, no. Like it's literally like a description for like talk to animals or something. It's like you can talk to and pet all the dogs or something like that. Oh, it's, like the abilities. Yeah, it, it's it's oh, silly, okay. but it's cute. Yeah. Um, I still haven't really figured out like. Like, I used Mage Hand once to get, like, a cursed book away from a panel. And I was like, well, that's fine. Because you can have it in, like, just, um, what's the word? Like, real time. Or you can, you can at any time, enter into turn-based mode. Which makes th- doing certain things like pickpocketing or, or whatever a yeah. lot easier. And you can turn that on and off at any time. Okay. Which I think is actually really cool. Mm. Especially if you want to get your bearings and kind of figure stuff out. Um, but yeah, I I really enjoy the combat. Um, I've put it on easy because Larry. I would say if if this is your first Larry game, put it on the easiest mode because the combat is quite challenging. Um, and um, you get more health on the on the the harder difficulty oh, on the easier difficulty. Whereas if you put it on the medium difficulty, uh, you tend to have more realistic health. Yeah. So instead of like having thirty health at level two, you've got like. 12 so it's it's kind of you know it can be a bit tricky but like even with that it's still it's challenging but it's also you feel like you've achieved something yeah and the you it just oozes the D feel and it, i love that feeling of just yeah i can just be a twat and like every like there's there's a goblin fortress that i just decided to kill everyone in which you can mm. if you choose to do that you can do that um and i did and like a bit racist, but okay. They they were all bad, not because they were goblins. <laughs> all right. Mm. Wow. Mm. Okay, Mister. I want to fuck a bear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the bear can consent. Okay. Uh, there's literally a goblin pacing back and forth on lookout, doing affirmations. I'm worth it. I can achieve my dreams. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, that is such a fun little little thing i think one of the things it's just it's just a nice little thing that makes the world feel and like i love the way larry and right i love the way they world build i i just it's i'm really enjoying it (laughs) i think whenever a game manages to to capture a little bit of of this it always does well because i i feel i feel that when you get right down to it all role-playing video games have since their inception been just trying to Trying to be capture, capture Dungeons and Dragons, or more specifically, to capture the experience of playing a ta- the, the the freedom and experience of playing a tabletop role playing game. They are trying to capture that in one form or another. Mm. And so, whenever a game gets very close to it, yeah, uh, because obviously they can, obviously you know, it's it's impossible to yeah. actually do it because Christ Almighty, that's there's so much, you know. But like, I would say they've done really well. And like, the game is like quite big; it's like a hundred hundred odd gig. <laughs> it was like hundred and twenty gigabytes. Yeah, yeah, but like, and it's huh. like I don't begrudge that because there is so much. It's like um, anyone who plays Divinity: Original Sin two will always joke about. Um, like there's there's just like the in joke of because uh, the first um, place that you actively go to that's like that isn't the starting area is called uh, the Joy. It's Fort Joy. Yeah, it's it's a prison island, and like the amount of people who are like I spent forty hours in the Joy, and yeah. it's like and people are like yeah, and it's like and you don't even try to dawdle. You just try and try and absorb as much as you can, and boom, you've spent forty hours without knowing it. If an art, a, a good role playing game is 
not just a time sink because the amount of content that's there. It's because you want to experience that world and you want to kind of get involved in it. And yeah, that's like that's a problem I was having because I spent two hours in character creation when I first booted it. I'm not <laughs> yeah. no word yeah. of a lie. It was about it was just over two hours in character creation, and then like you kind of have choice paralysis, which I if, like, I had to say something negative about it. Because like I'm sitting there and I'm panicking, going, "I'm not, I'm not, I'm not experiencing everything." But then I like, well, no, but that's okay because then yeah. I can roll another character that's completely different to this one and have an absolutely like just have such a different experience with them, even if I do similar things. Well, I think you have that with an RPG, like a tabletop RPG. Whereas when you play a new system, you're like, "Oh, well, I want to have like." You know, if I pick this character, then I this type of like character class, then I won't be experiencing this whole other part of the game. And like, oh, what if I don't? But it's like, well, yeah, because you, you roll multiple characters, and it's like because we've as a serial character roller, because we've all played like multiple D and D like characters. Mm. Whenever we make a new one now, it's just like, oh, what what silly bullshit can I can I make I... now? As opposed to like trying to worry about like. Oh, is this going to be like? How's this going to work? Like, oh man, am I, I going to get like a good experience? It's no, it's like, oh, what? Wh- how? How can I make something that's a bit weird and interesting? So with this I, system. I've had an idea for a warlock character. Mm. I was going to have like, because I know I've already got a warlock with Nathan, and he. But I kind of tend more to like kind of headcanoning him as more like a blood mage. Whereas with this one, what I want, shall I spoil it? Because it's, it's mm. just my character idea. Uh, I wanted to have a tiefling. Mm-hmm. With like a, um, I can't remember like with a, like a fae or whatever. I can't remember the the type of patron that's their mum, mm. and they just give them stuff and they're like they show up and they're just an overbearing mum and they're like, <laughs> darling, I brought you your special magic book. I brought you your magic hey, weapon, mum. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what I was like wanting to do. I just have like this gigantic fucking de- like demonic like woman show up and just be like. Darling, have you eaten today? How could I bring you some nice infernal chard, like you know, like that for you and your and little friends? And it gets friends. really awkward when another member of the party goes out and does shots with her. And... <laughs> no, that doesn't get awkward. Like, are you saying your mum is, uh, is? You know what? She is pretty badass. So, yeah, fine, okay. But yeah, no, it's like I, that's just kind of the thing. It's like it's like I've had I've seen so many people who like when the term. When, I'm not going to get too into it because it's gross. But when the topic of half orcs come up, people get can, can get a bit gross and weird. Yeah, I will. If I ever have a half orc, it's like a, a man who fell in love with a fucking giant green woman, and have a beautiful home, and they 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 dote on their little one, mm. and that that's 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 like yeah. everything for me. It's like what someone fell in love with a gigantic. <laughs> Orc. Well, I mean, that's I've like, had a cute little baby. There's a lot of weird essentialism about like D and D class, yeah. uh, like races and stuff. Because I mean, I have the whole thing with like, you know, like it's always weird to me. It's like, oh yes, yeah, so like you make a goblin, yeah, most of them are evil, and you're like, I don't that's like just. I don't weird. like the whole. Oh yeah, no, genetically they're evil. It's yeah. like, well, like, oh. I appreciate <laughs> gameplay wise, but also that's a bit fucked. This race has a predisposition for evil. Yeah, I'm not actually yeah, we okay get it. with White that. People exist for fuck's sake. <laughs> Someone's gonna get mad at me for that. Um, but yeah, no, I always like. It's like, nah, just let me let me play as any old thing. Which I think was it Planescape let you play as basically uh, enemy races, technically. Mm. I can't remember, but yeah, I, I like, don't know. I, I keep meaning to try Planescape. I've heard it's fantastic, and I do. I do want to try it. But like, yeah, um, and I just 
I'm I'm having a lot of fun. Like just um like I kind of like just talking about the character creator again. Um there because there's like the sub races of like tieflings, like the Mephistopheles tiefling and, and stuff like that. You can have those. Um and then you go to like skin colour and there is the kind of what is typical. The canon. The canon. And then you click there's a button that says show all colours and then you can just have whatever you want. Mm. Which means you can have like a green tiefling. Yeah, or you can have a human with black sclera and like flaming eyes. And that can just be part of your character. You can be like, well, my character. Mm. You know, and it's like which is like what I love so much about D and D and tabletop role playing games in general is that and what I think is portrayed incredibly well with Baldur's Gate Three is that you talk to every character and they all have they they all feel like a D and D character. They're like, okay, this is this person, mm. but there's this going on behind the scenes, and oh, they're, they're actually doing this. They've all got a driving kind of thing. They've all got their own problems, and I'm like, I love this. <laughs> this is so cool. It's it's really fun, and like you, <laughs> my friend Violet, she 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 played she rolled a thief because she was playing Talus. She got caught and put in jail where they confiscate all your things. So they confiscated her underwear. <laughs> So oh, she goes that's back. a very different kind of jail, I'm going to be honest. She no, she goes back to camp and sleeps for the night. She gets she has a dream sequence and because when you're when you're at camp and you're sleeping, you're in your underwear. And she's just got her tits out talking to this this spiritual app, <laughs> like apparition and she's like, "I see." Yes. <laughs> and like Violet was like, "It kind of ruined it a little bit." But then again, that is kind of Talus. She is very kind of eh, nudity whatever because mm. you know, she's like uh, she's a wood elf. So. Mm. And I was like, "That is so funny that like the, the groves have stolen <laughs> your underwear and you forgot to get it back." <laughs> And like you can, you can change. A cab, especially the underwear cops. I do not like the underwear cops. They keep my elves <laughs> naked. What if it had been Nathan? They would have let him keep his underwear. But no, like you can literally—it's equippable and unequippable. Mm. And if you mouse over it, there's a character called Shadowheart who's a half elf cleric, mm. and you mouse over her underwear, and it goes, "Ooh, if underwear could brood," because she's she's like. Yeah. She's all like, oh, I smolder with like... Uh, generic rage. Generic rage. Well, not really, but... <laughs> and Astarians is, if you can read this, you've either managed to bed me or kill me. Either way, you got lucky. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you idiot <laughs> slut. It's... Oh, it's so silly. But that also means you can change your, like, at-rest gear mm. if you encounter it. There is also armor dye and, like, clothing dye, which you can apply and stuff, which I, I really like. Mm. Um... Means you can have your character's vibe show through a yeah. little bit more, rather than just, well, I'm wearing this armor because that's the best armor available. Yeah, yeah. So you you can just die, and it literally is just a like right click combine and then drag and drop, mm. and that's it. It it does bug me how that you can't see what it looks like, you can't preview it oh, before yeah. you spend it, which is a little bit annoying. But at the same time, it's that's uh, fine. When you've got a game with that many moving parts, like yeah, no, it's yeah. I don't mind it so much. But no, I I have honestly been having. So much fun with it. Um, mm. In case you needed another voice to tell you, if you were wondering, <laughs> yeah. if you love, if you love D and D, if you if you like Divinity Original Sin two, you will fucking love this game. If you like D and D, or if you've ever been curious about playing D and D, this is a pretty good kind of feel about it. Mm. Honestly, obviously, it's not going to be as as and like somebody's going to try and seduce the rock, but like, I do wonder because I have heard that sometimes. Um, that it's not 
super friendly when you are first starting out if you don't I, know about D and D. I honestly couldn't say because I have yeah. been ta- I have been pen and paper like RPGing for so long. Yeah. I just know this stuff, so I don't... I can imagine it'd be quite overwhelming, but they, yeah. they, they do have, like... I've heard some people bouncing off it because... I can, it, I can understand of, that. Because yeah. of, like... Even though, even though it obviously streamlines how you do character creation and stuff, yeah. there's a lot of very easy mistakes to make with character creation that... We've all done in pen and paper and gone. Wow! I took, uh, you know, I took a bunch of uh, wisdom. That was completely <gasps> pointless forgot. for this character. I forgot. You can also yeah. multi-class in this. Yes, you can multi-class, which I think is really cool. Multi-class. Um, but yeah, I I do think like because um, in Divinity Original Sin Two they did have like an auto level up for NPCs, mm. um, which I would like to see them add for people who are maybe intimidated by just the sheer amount of numbers and information. Mm. Um, but I say that's probably one of the biggest like hurdles. That I can think of, if you've, you know, mm. I think that's it's one of those things that I think is always going to be present to some degree yeah. in any faithful adaptation of Dungeons and Dragons or or a yeah. similar system. I mean, it took me a while to get the hang of like DOS two, and like you know, I again, I've been playing tabletop RPGs for a long yeah. time, so I mean, learning a new system is always a bit of a yeah, yeah. There's always a learning curve. Um, but yeah, no, uh, thoroughly enjoyed. Can recommend. Uh, mm. It has the same kind of surface mechanics that uh, DOS two did, where. But not the cursed ones that I've seen. Thank fuck, because cursed fire can eat a dick. <laughs> um, where, like, you know, you can shoot a water barrel and then electrify it. You can, you know, create poison clouds. You, there's a grease spell. All that good stuff. Mm. So terrain is, does play quite heavily into it as well. Uh, but yeah, I'll stop gushing about it now. <laughs> um, oh, there was, speaking of tabletop RPGs. Drama Matt, did you know that we've been playing Star Wars 5th Edition? I, I saw on the Twitters... Um. Yeah. How is it? Who are you playing with? Yeah. Answer questions. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll talk okay, about it playing... in a podcast <laughs> format. Okay. <laughs> okay. We've been playing Star Wars Fifth Edition, which is a fan-made kind of like D and D, like Star Wars themed D and D thing. So it's it's not perfect, but it's got it's got a lot of you know. I like Fifth Edition. It's my heavily favorite. reskinned and mm-hmm. retooled Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition. But it's Star Wars, yeah, basically, yeah. Mm, okay. Um, and we are playing with we're, our friend Shanus is the DM, uh, and Longfang is playing the Jedi Torconic. Although we're not supposed to know he's a Jedi, we don't know he's, he's a Jedi yet. Mm. Um, our friend Hobbitan is playing R four Z two or Raz, which is a, dr- a homicidal droid who I love. Out of character basically an, astro- <laughs> uh, basically an astromech uh the type of thing that r2d2 is but um, murdery but murderous uh if you've seen rebels uh basically chopper yeah <laughs> they literally well okay so we're, we're playing it like through um through discord they have made a soundboard for droid noises it's incredible <laughs> so we're like what do you think raz and it's this bunch of beeps and it's like this is incredible <laughs> and the funny thing is we only realize quite near the beginning of the session that only Longfang's character spoke binary. <laughs> no, no one else does. So no yeah. one knows what this, this droid is saying, but Longfang. Um, but yes. Uh, I am playing a Trandoshan mercenary. Uh, Trandoshan is a, a, one of the lizard people, if you don't know yeah. uh, what Bosk is. And I'm playing uh, one called Trask. And I'm playing, this will surprise everyone, a Mandalorian <laughs> human uh, called a Serin. But 
nobody in the party knows my name uh Torconic I we we met before we met up in this campaign and she gave him a fake name of Tani Cass which you noticed yeah I noticed yeah and uh, yeah and everyone else is just calling me Mando because I just haven't introduced myself yet because yeah. I'm fucking rude <laughs> We have I did get a co- I did get a condescending com- uh, comment from Trust being like, "Oh, you should take your helmet off." And I was like, "I'm not doing that." And you were like, "Oh, you're one of them." <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean one of them?" <laughs> it was very funny uh, in context. Um, so yeah, should we give you a quick rundown, Drumblebum, of what what our first session was like? Yes, do. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's we st- had an act. Shanus made an actual like intro credit roll. Like an intro, like text, text scroll, like the the Star Wars. Yes. text. it was. It yeah. was. I literally was like, I was, I was grinning like an idiot the whole time. I was enthralled, and they then it did the fade down and like, 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 like you know, fade down from the sky to like the planet. It was, <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah. So that died. It was beautiful. So uh, we're on the planet of Cantonica, which is where Canto Bite. Uh, would eventually be built, but we are in the just, just post like early New Republic era. So basically, We're around the, nine ABY, the, the same era that the Mandalorian takes place, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and which is nine ABY. Our characters are all sort of just kind of find themselves in a market. At yeah, we're the same in, we're, time. In, we're in like a black market, just kind of browsing. Mm. Ace is looking for literature because my character ended up on Cantonica because. Um, they, they, them, and Raz um, stumbled into each other because um, m- my character basically is like an old mercenary and uh, who got his uh, legs lanced off um, by a uh, a weird vibro blade. And normally, Trandoshans can regrow their limbs. They can because um, they're lizard people. Yeah, uh, he can't from this for um, some reason. He's like for some reason. Him. Um and uh, due to some other shenanigans with that, he's he, it's it's caused him to have a little bit of a rethink of how he's lived his life. <laughs> well, he's an older dude. He's, so. he's an older he's he's an older guy, and he's he's now got um, robot legs, mm. um, which is pretty cool actually. And in in the last mission, he'd uh, liberated Raz, uh, so we were there together, and Asa was hanging around this, looking this... at romance novels. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh the thing about Asa is that she's a romantic at heart. She's uh she spent a lot of time bounty hunting hu- bounty hunting <laughs> bounty huntering on her own and she basically picked up a taste for romance hollows and novels. <laughs> so she's like pouring through all these old books and stuff looking for something romantic and I bought uh what was it Shana said the lusty Trandoshan mechanic. <laughs> Uh, and I, I, I even haggled with the woman. She was like, three credits. And I was like, no, this is junk. You don't want this. Ah, one credit. She was like, I don't care. Fine. One credit. Go away. <laughs> so I got that. Um, and yeah, so we're all just kind we're of... Talk on it's looking at uh, artifacts. Yeah, stuff. we're all kind of futzing around in the in the market. Um, uh, 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 you know, Separately. Yeah, kind of uh, Connick comes over to uh, myself and Raz because there's a little bit of a kerfuffle going on because Raz doesn't want to pay the amount of credits for ammo. Um, Asa, by the way, spends the majority of this entire kind of uh, interaction like 30 yards away, not, not noticing these people and just reading her romance novel <laughs> and trying to hide it from passers-by. Uh, and then a a a Wookiee roams into the 
the area, the area that we're in, and uh, is set upon by a group of baddens. Naughty, naughty lads. Just a group of thugs, and uh, Connock being, uh, you know... Again, we're not supposed to know he's a Jedi, but he's a... He's a he's being not, a very nice man. Being a very nice man. Um... Wades wades into this fight uh, because he can see someone being oppressed by the bad people, uh, and since uh, since uh, you know he's got involved, you know it kind of ends up dragging us all into it, and um... and we're all we're all pulling our punches. I I only join in when it's the second round yeah. because I take disadvantage to noticing that there's a scuffle because I'm so enveloped in my <laughs> romance novel, um, and. We're all firing non-lethal shots, except for Raz. Who just We're- fucking murders one guy. <laughs> yeah, it's so... F- it, the fucking way the fucking way it went down was so funny. Um, there's like... Like, Shannon's like, okay, okay, Raz, uh, what are you doing? Like, okay, I'm firing a shot at this guy. It's like, oh, you mean this guy who's like really looking rough? And they were like, yep. And, and Shannon's was like, is it non-lethal? And Raz went, you already know the answer to that question. <laughs> and just fucking kills this guy. <laughs> And we're all like, oh, okay. Okay, so... The droid's a murderer. That's cool. Love Uh, love that. um, So, you know, uh, the boss boss of that group runs away. Yeah, we couldn't quite get him. We we down all his dudes, but the boss gets away. And the the Wookiee is now free. And uh, we're like, well, none of us can speak... uh, Oh, what's the language? Shriwook. Shriwook. None of us can speak that. So we're like, okay, so... (laughs) We're not quite sure what happened. Thumbs up. Yeah. And then we start hearing gunfire. Oh from... no, you forgot the coolest part of the entire campaign. What? That Torconic and I do the Predator, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to say that. It was really um, fun. Oh no, wait, Connick does wake up one of the uh, one of the downed people to try and get some information out of them. Don't really get that. He's much. just a hired thug and he's like he says that oh yeah, this the this guy came into like the, the cantina and was like, Oh yeah, but I've got I've got a um A job. I've got a job. No, what is it? The I've, he's like, I've got a bounty pack. Come, come with me. I'll pay you. And I'm literally, I've got my gun pointed at him, going, I didn't see any bounty packs for Wookies. What the fuck are you talking about? No way. And he's like, I'm just a hired muscle. I'm he's like, I just work here. And I was like, Well, I'm going to shoot him. And then Raz is like, Probably the one time the nicest thing Raz has ever thought about me, which is probably like, I don't entirely hate her. Mm. Which I, which I'm going to pretend that's what Raz <laughs> thought. Um, but yeah, then we hear some gunfire and we hear gun. We we hear a bunch of shouting and like weird animal mm. noises coming from the north, and we're like, "Fuck, okay." So we so we like okay. This these guys that is hired thugs, they don't know shit. So we're gonna like go and run up. So we run all the way up, and we run into a vicious swarm of porgs, just freaking <laughs> out. They are flying around all over the place. They're screaming. They carry on. There's this potato potato dudes everywhere. And I'm like, <gasps> we're all trying our best, like, because n- none of us no, are like, we don't want to kill them. None porgs. of us really want to kill them, even though a combat has begun. Like, oh, there is a flock of porgs. Roll for initiative. But to be fair, like, uh, yes, we know that that like the porgs just are an unknown creature outside of like, oh, I can't remember the name of the planet. Oh, Acto. Acto, and like, you know, it's literally like we find out later that the guy who's selling them is like, I oh, don't even know what these are. They just showed up one day. So, oh, it's like a ship had crash landed, uh, like uh, his his like mate's ship had crash landed somewhere, and 
by the time he'd managed to get off the planet, basically... it had been infested with porgs, basically. Yeah, but, but they don't know what they're called. Yeah. So we're getting attacked. They're basically replicating, like, tribbles. <laughs> yeah, basically. And, like, everyone's trying to kind of, like, waff them off. Um, Raz just starts screaming and running through them, trying yeah. to disperse them, which doesn't work. I grab one. Yep. And then I get hit in the head by a porg, panicking. <laughs> and that, my, my best girl smacking against my forehead does two of my eight hit points of damage. Yeah, you are. Uh, <laughs> like, clunk, ow! At least I have a b-. And the porg is trying to get away. Yeah, and I'm you, like, no, I got him. He's my son. Uh, I, I think, uh, I, I think it, I think it was uh, myself and Connick were able to shrug it off, but I think you and Raz both got mildly Fabioed. We did. We got yeah. Fabioed by Porgs. Um, then we look up as the swarm starts clearing and we see two Massifs coming and snapping their jaws at, at all the Porgs. And then they spot us. Mm. One of them looks directly at me. Yeah. And I'm like, and, it's, oh, and shit. grins. And it's like, ooh. So yeah, and we don't want to hurt the puppies either. Oh, I fucking did. It was yeah. You right were the in... only one shooting lethally, by the way. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, there is there there is a, a a chain of events here, which is that. <sighs> Listen to him try and justify it. Because <laughs> I because I you know I had I was the one going first, so I took a shot, whiffed it, yep. used my my thing that because Trandoshans have an ability that means that it's called girls might be watching basically. <laughs> Uh, if you basically if you whiff something in front of people because they're so proud, you get like a little bonus that's basically get like to add the the amount of people that are around you to like your um, your hit roll. So you might not whiff it to see if you don't whiff it. Uh, I still whiffed it, uh, and then uh, after that, um, oh no, I got I got charged by one because it saw oh yeah, they char- it saw me holding a porg, yeah, and like it, it was snapping its jaws at me, and I was like, no, 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 like moving my yeah. egg boy away because they charged at everyone. Um, but then um, Connick using his wily force powers, using his nice man powers, nice man powers. <laughs> With ba- uh, well, actually, no, it wasn't even that. It's because he could, because these are the... the um, oh, wait, no, he wasn't using... Yeah, his... it wasn't even that. It was Because they're, they're, they're like t- uh, Tusken Raider Yeah, the dog pets. the dog things that Tusken Raiders have. Yeah. And he can speak... Um, Tusken. He can speak Tusken. So he just basically was like, you know... If I scream, sit. Does yeah. it work? And then they sit. And we're like, oh. And, this, <laughs> and the, then the one in front of me stops biting for my new child yeah. that's still panicking. And so now they're pretty chill and the uh, the person who owns them roams around the corner and is like, oh, thank you for, you know, thank you for calming them down. And I'm just sitting there yeah. looking at this laser blast in the wall <laughs> where I missed. Just I'm just sitting there like, hmm, yep, I didn't try and shoot you, your you, dogs or anything. You, you, you like slowly and qu- like as, as stealthily as possible put your like blaster away. Like, oh yeah, you're welcome. We didn't shoot your dogs. <clears throat> and um, and then he's like, oh, God, and, I, and like, yes, thank you. Like, a guy ran through and just shot the cages open, and my dog, my massives went ballistic, and oh my God, and the, thank the weird you. Little, the weird, weird little, little bird things little for a while. And I'm literally like, can I have this one? I caught him. He's mine. Is that okay? <laughs> and he, the guy's like, well, yeah, of course. You can absolutely have him for, for not hurting my dogs. And I'm like, thank you. And at this point, the porg's like, ah, I guess you're my mum now. Yeah. Time to go get shots. <laughs> 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 and he's like, he's like cooing in my arms, and I'm like, we're like an hour in, and this is already the best Star Wars adventure <laughs> ever. Uh, so basically, yeah, there was a guy that had run through, uh, run through, and, and I, I basically let let all the things out, and he's like, like cowering in his shop. So we're like, well, I guess we're involved in this bullshit now. Like yeah. my character is gr- is grumbling, like I just wanted to buy ammunition. I just and we're like, just come ammunition. with this, you weird lizard. 
So uh, we go in, and there's a, a, a nice Twilight guy hmm. called um, Aaron. Oh, what's his name? I forget his name offhand. I can't remember. I, it starts with a I, I, I didn't I, write it. I, I, I don't have my notes next to me. Because I forgot his name and called him Eric, and it's really close to Eric, and so now I just can't remember his name as Eric. So it's, I've it's no myself, Steve Blooms, <laughs> but luckily for the Twilight, it isn't. And the Twilight's like, is it is it over? And we're like, yeah, obviously. Mm. <laughs> and like he explains that he was there with his master, and you know, and his master is a Nautilin, um, like uh, like researcher. Like he just he's, he's a rep- an arch ambassador from the New Republic. Yeah, yeah, and he he just loves like you know getting like you know learning about things and stuff. And and he has and he went to meet with a um, a local um, oh god what was he. Uh, like scientist or something. Yeah, like and a researcher. Like, yeah, like a researcher, and he's like, yeah, and he hasn't been back, and uh, I'm scared now because it's it's like I don't really like this place. It's kind of dangerous, and I kind of like smack Connick, and I'm like, hey, should we like escort him? And being the nice man he is, uh, Connick's like, yeah, sure, we'll we'll escort you, dude. So we we get escorted escorted to, we escort him to this big like it's like a, a kind of like a converted factory kind of looking thing. It's like. It probably was a factory at some point, but it looks like someone's, like, kind of living there now. And, you know, we ring the doorbell and nothing happens. So, obviously we leave. JK, only kidding. Raz, the psycho droid, defibrillates the door. Which actually works and it pops open. Because Raz doesn't have, like, the scomp link thing to no. just hack. So, so oh, he, can't, he, yeah. can't, he can't, like, he can't slice can't, it. Can't so. R2-D2 it. Uh, no. But it should be noted that I think this is important, that this is a rare time when someone mechanically has a fight with a door and wins first time. Yeah. How many oh. times have how many times has someone had a fight with a door in D and D and it's gone badly? I'm not sure it's ever gone well, has it? Yeah, exactly. Pat- it's like yeah. doors are like they are the adventurer's like natural enemy. Whenever you are forced to to do something to a door, it will go badly. Mm-hmm. So we walk in, um, and it's like it's like we walk in and we're like on this uh this gantry kind of around this kind of like lower floor. And, like, you can look down into it. And we just walk in. No stealth. No nothing. Who gives a fuck? I've got a pork. I put I put the pork in my backpack without realising that I also put the food for the pork in there. And so he basically eats all the food and just falls asleep immediately. Uh, which means he's out of sight, out of mind, out of danger. So I'm yeah. happy. Um, we go around. Raz just fucks off with Trask to the far left side of the room. Uh, leaving Connick and I to kind of wander along the gantry on the right-hand side. And then we look down into the darkness and we t- we see two pairs of red eyes look back up at us. And there's just these big, like, junker droids that are like, well, we're going to fucking kill you. So we're like, oh shit, okay. So we're firing down. I do want to point out that we had the most amazing, like, initiative rolls. Like, I think both you and I we got, got- 23 Yeah, each. we both got 23. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good it did me. Because um, during the fight- I get shot so hard, I just... You get one shot. I get one shot. And I'm just like, clunk. Because, you know, I may have Beskar on, but the inside person is very squishy. (laughs) So I'm going to just take that as, like, the kinetic force just completely knocked me on my ass. So I'm lying down. Connick basically does the Jedi equivalent of lay on hands. And I'm just like, what? Because none of us know he's a Jedi, and Asa hates Jedi. She fucking hates them. Mm. Um, so I just get up again. I'm like, I'm f- okay. Well, no, I stay down. And then you guys polish. You guys kill the droids. And then I hear a Mando. Are you okay? From Trask. And I just on the other side of the banister. I just terminated to it and I put a thumbs up, just over the banister. And I'm, like, I'm fine. 
And then, like, after a couple of moments of rummaging, I hold up my Oh, no, I, I do actually throw it as, like, is, is your little bird thing all right? And I'm like, and I hold him up and I go, he's fine. And he's, like, just, he's, he's, he's in a food coma, so he's fine. Which is where the out-of-context picture of me holding up my uh, Christmas porg <laughs> came from on Twitter. Mm, there we go. <laughs> it but, yeah. all links. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we find, like, we have a look around, and we we examine the junk droids, and they are literally just junk. They are just haphazardly slapped together, kind of... They smell bad. This is an important thing. They smell thing. bad for some reason. It's really weird. Um, and we find a Bothan, who's just like, oh, thanks, I guess. What? And we, we figured out that the uh, the Nautilin, uh, like, came here for a bit, but then left... And then there well, were, he was taken. Well, by... he, oh, he was he was taken by um by by thugs who left the junker droids here, and they were wearing the black sun, uh, which is not the Nazi thing. It was the um <laughs> the it, black sun of Star Wars. The black sun of Star Wars, which is basically um Crime like, like, like a, a cartel kind of thing. Um, but he was like, it was weird though because all the 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 iconography, for, you know, for the Black Sun cartel was like sloppy and they didn't seem to behave like it. And this is kind of beneath them. I'm not really sure what they're doing. And it was like, huh, that is pretty weird. Okay. Yeah. And then we were basically basically then just given the location of like, here you should go here to deal with this, and, and <laughs> that's where. Fucks. Uh, yeah, and that's where the uh, the session ended. Yeah. And yeah. It's cool to play D&D in a very different setting. It is really fun. Because obviously there are Star Wars role-playing games that exist. Yeah. As, you know, and so, you know, you could play them. But we're all familiar with D&D already, so it was like, a, you know, it's not a big deal to just... Hmm. You we know, already have books it for it, and if we just have the kind of like, oh, this means this instead, or whatever, hmm. or this piloting skill, it's like, that's, that's fine. Yeah, because it's just, yeah, it's just everything works kind of the same. Um, it's just, you know... Things like ammo work a little different because obviously a bit is a bit more focused on ranged weapons, mm. and you know things like piloting come into it, and things like classes and races are obviously all mixed around. But quite often there'll be a little bit of a soft remix of old things, and sometimes it's just the exact same thing. As in, I'm playing a fighter <laughs> because that is like the generic like you can make them quite a few different ways, and yeah, I wanted to yeah. make kind of a sniper character in that was sort of the best way of doing it. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying really it. Enjoy I'm looking it. forward I'm looking, to see where it goes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one. Ah, oh, nice. Yes. But yeah, we shall keep you updated. Okay. So yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's me. That's everything. So we should get to the questions. We should get uh, to the questions. We have one email question. Yes. What was the email question? Um... Some person, who I may have closed the notes because I was distracted, uh, I think they <laughs> wow. were called Ben. Let me check. Ben emailed in wondering if 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 they could hear the misanthropod's opinion, particularly Snipes, on the new Tyranid models. I think they're pretty cool for the most part. I really like them. Um, I would like to get some. Yeah. There we go. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Ben, if that was a bit... Yeah, Yeah, I know some people like I don't like some of the stylistic elements of them, and I, I think some of them are maybe a little strange. Yeah, uh, but I can't s- remember. But some of them I, I do really like. There's the... Oh, what, what is the one that's got, like, the um, like waist cloak thing going on that makes no sense, but I actually really like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But yeah. But yeah, so, so on to the Twitter questions, which I think we're just doing now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, th- yeah. I, I think, think it's easier th- to have people like do this than, than email in. So. Mm. Okay. So, um, there's not, there's not uh, a huge amount of them, so I think we can probably get through all of these. I think oh, most of them are pretty. pretty go uh, on. Yeah, yeah, it's go not, on. not too many. We can, Ooh, we'll, have have, we'll have a few as a treat. So, have from Mike Murdoch, uh, it's both Snipe and Wib. Not drama, Matt, though. Fuck that guy. We will extend this question to Matt. <laughs> uh, go to bed, I'm fine. <laughs> do you like anime? And if so, which genres slash shows do you enjoy the most and why? Ah. I I am fine with anime. I, I ha- There are a handful of shows that I have very much enjoyed. I tend to like ones that are... Um, Somewhat ridiculous and over well, the you top. You like Gurren Lagan? Yeah, you Gurren Lagan. Kill the Kill. Enjoyed One Punch Man. Um, Mob Psycho, Mob Psycho One Hundred. Um, like, but I'm not like an anime guy either. Mm. Yeah, I I tend to have a bit of a problem with a lot of anime because, and this is a generalized statement, but it just for the, the ones that I was just like, oh, I'll give this a watch. It all had kind of things like. <laughs> Isn't it weird how we all want to fuck our sisters who are like 13? Let's talk about that for two fucking episodes. And I'm like, I'm not watching this. I think it's I, fucking terrible. I think the thing is, I think we both ostensibly. And I'm not watching like Sister Fucker 6000 <laughs> animes. I'm just like, I'm just saying like, it just, that's a lot. And like. It is almost definitely a title of oh. the actual one. That's definitely a visual novel. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just like, I, I tend to get quite exhausted with that kind of stuff. I really like Doro Hidoro. Because I got like a bunch of people being like, "Are you Noi?" And I'm like, "What?" And there's just a character who's got grey hair and a bunch of piercings and is big, tall, and muscular. And I'm like, "I guess I am actually." <laughs> Holy fuck! Um, I like to. Do- I need to get back on Dorohedoro before they get to the sister fuck episode. Hopefully. Um, yeah, I think the big thing is both of us quite like anime, but we both have a very low tolerance to anime. To anime bullshit. bullshit TM. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really liked um, B Stars. I don't like CGI anime when it's that obvious. It's really tedious, and I prefer the manga, really. Um, but I, I, I like that, and I probably I haven't probably gotten to the part where you know you need to warn people about yet. So that's cool. <laughs> that is um, the big problem. There's always that. There's always <laughs> that scene. Yeah. Um, I really, really love. I grew up on the '90s Sailor Moon anime, uh, which is fucking great. Uh, I fucking hate Sailor Moon Eternal. Uh, uh, Sailor Moon Crystal, sorry, because it's fucking shit. Because uh, it it decides to follow along with the manga a lot, and my biggest problem with the manga is that it's literally just, oh, these are all the same fucking character. They just have different hairstyles, and I'm not mm. talking visually. I'm just saying, I'm like like just character wise, they just don't really have any character mm. apart from like, oh, uh, Sailor Venus gets sayings wrong, and Sailor Jupiter is like that looks like my ex boyfriend or whatever. But like, yeah, so. I- Genre-wise, I couldn't tell you. But yeah, no, that's... yeah. <laughs> if if there's any satisfying answer from that. Drama, what about you? Um, you like Bible watched, Black. Watched a... Well, <laughs> I was going to mention Bible Black in the thing just to see if anyone Googles it. Um, <laughs> Don't Google it. It's a horrifying gross porn. Very um, bad. I've fallen down a couple of anime holes in the past. Mm-hmm. Mostly, I watched well, a lot of Pokemon as a kid and then at various stages as a grown-up, like, mm. fell back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also watched quite a lot of one of the Gundam series, Gundam mm. Seed and Gundam so Seed 
Destiny. <gasps> I want to say Ooh, I do. Oh, I, I do, remembered yeah, a couple of animes I want to talk about liking, which is Blue Exorcist. I really like. Oh, I was going to say because you mentioned that I, I I do really really like Mobile Suit Gundam, the first one. I I've, mm. I, I keep meaning to try and watch some of the other ones because um, I hear there's some very very good ones. I think the current one that's Something about witches in its title. Um, I hear that's really good as well. Like, that's like the, the current one that's been you mean, you mean like, oh, the, something witch. And then there's like My Hero Academia, which is apparently pretty good. But that's good. Oh, yeah. I will say um, there was... Um, uh, oh, God, what was it called? It was about... It was an anime about um, the Japanese game Karuta, which is like a... It's like multiplayer poetry it's okay i've described it very badly um but it's basically like where two people have like a bunch of cards out in front of them it's got lines from a poem written on it and a person reads out um the poem like like the third person and then uh when the line is being read you need to smack the card away it's like i don't know how they've made managed to make something like Karuta so intense but they did <laughs> and honestly I, I quite liked what I watched I just kind of stopped watching Ooh, it what was the one uh, that was the uh, like romance one between the giant <gasps> guy my oh, love story or my, my love story which is Ore uh, Monogatari uh, which is incredible that is it is adorable and I love the anime and I also love the manga uh, it's basically about a gigantic kind of like buff dude who like, who's like, who's really sweet. He's really nice, and he's got like a token anime boy TM for a best friend called Sunakawa. And he's like, I'm not interested in girls, and like, you know, he flicks his hair and stuff. But Takeo, the the main character, who's the the big beefy guy, is like, just like they're they're best friends, and like he he can't understand why Sunakawa keeps rejecting women, and he's not interested in in like well girls, and then he like encounters a character called Rinko uh, on a train, and he saves her from like a, a pervert like Groper, and because she, because <sighs> yeah, and like he like falls in love with her at first sight, and he's like oh she's. And she's like this tiny, cute little Japanese girl. She's like really little, and she's mm. she's obviously his age. It's not weird. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I, I've fallen in love with her, but it's okay. And she keeps trying to like be friends with Takeo, and he's like, oh, she's really into Sunakawa, my best friend. You know what? That hurts my heart because I do have feelings for her, but I want them to be happy, and mm. I will do anything I can to make to make it so that they can be together and it's just it's really sweet and it's so cute and it doesn't have any creepy anime bullshit that i can remember and it's oh i want to watch it again it's so (laughs) oh i forgot how much i love that and this is where the inspiration for asa comes from in case you haven't noticed but yeah no uh orewa monogatari or my love story the anime is great and also, uh, Takeo's parents are the best. His mum is like, they, they kind of joke because his, his mum's like, um, she's like an ex, like, college wrestler. Yeah. And his dad's like this really handsome, suave, like, huge, like, guy. And he's like, I fell in love with her because she was so, so beautiful and so, like, kind hearted. Like, mm. she literally carries a woman, like, a woman in her, like, her kind of, like, first time mother group because mm. they're both, like, 
nine months pregnant yeah. and she, this this other woman's like oh my water's just broke and she's like don't worry and she like picks her up breaks her water and just runs to the er <laughs> with her and it's like it's so silly but it's so wholesome <laughs> and it makes me happy and i love it was there any... oh i'm gushing about it now oh my <laughs> god I'm sorry. Uh, was was there any other ones max you mentioned the gundams yeah sorry uh, no, the, the only other animes that I've typically watched is all the um, various Studio Ghibli Miyazaki films, mm. which are... Very wholesome. Yeah, lovely. Very cute. Okay. Um, Thank you for the question. Yes, uh, from from our, our DM, DM Shainus, uh, asking what, uh, re- related to what we're talking about, what do you think is the cutest creature in Star Wars? Definitely asked with that agenda. Uh, Din Djarin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, if Grogu doesn't count... I mean, he can. Grogu. Yeah. Grogu is my son and I love him. Yeah, Grogu, that's fine. Grogu's the cutest. I mean, I, I will say Porgs are right up there. Porgs are... Yeah. I mean, they were, they were very designed close. to be cute. Yeah. So I'm not sure they very, count. Very, very close Despite second. it being the right Just because... Okay. Okay. Designed to be cute so they don't count. Um, Excuse you? Have Loath you cats. seen the concept? Lothcats are quite cute. Lothcats are scary, actually. Uh, I would say no, they aren't cute. They're terrifying. I think they're cute. Okay, well, you can. Okay. <laughs> Drama Mutt. Drama Mutt. I'm sorry, I did not mean to call you a Mutt. <laughs> Drama Butch, what do you think? I mean, yeah, I don't want to say Porgs, just because... You can I say Poe Dameron. But... Finn, he's pretty cute. <laughs> if you've ever seen a baby uh, Mon Calamari, they're they adorable. they like a little tadpole? No, this is just, just, they're just a big head, just cute. What about from the Aardman uh, thingy? Oh well, if we're gonna talk, uh, if we're gonna bring mouse in... droids are fucking adorable. Mouse droids are mouse pretty. Droid, yeah. I like it. Adorable. You get the fucking cop mouse droids in Mando season three, which is the funniest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. Um, there's a lot of cute droids. There's a lot of very yeah. cute droids. Yeah. Gonk droids are awesome, and Longfang's mm. favorite because they are very cool. The cutest creature in Star Wars is probably actually Wrecker. So yeah, <laughs> him baby. <laughs> Very close to Grogu, though. Very close second. Mm, okay. But yeah. Um. Uh. From Alex, uh, if you could acquire one old armor cast model, what would it be? Uh, Warhound Titan. Uh, I I also choose that guy's Warhound Titan. <laughs> yeah the the old resin uh, the the old resin like uh, things that were recreations of the epic models that were. All made in the US. We did a whole video about them. Yeah. Um, Check it out on Sniperwood Play on YouTube. We've not been <laughs> Sniperwood Play for a hundred years. Yeah. yeah um, but we... yeah, no. Huh? <laughs> yeah, when was that the right thing? Shut up. It's been a long time. Uh, fucking years, dude. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, it would be the Warhound uh, with its, its goofy dog face. It's a goofy goober. Yeah. Anyone, anyone else have a particularly strong opinion? Yeah, I'd I, go I, with I'd get one of those and give it to you. Okay. That's, that's kind of what I was thinking too. <laughs> Like I'm generally not, a, I'm not like the biggest like fan of like m- models just being big. It mm. doesn't, it doesn't do much for me. So like when people talk about like oh like the dream of owning a Titan, like I don't really care. The oh, like the biggest ones I would ever uh, I would entertain is a Warhound because I just really like how they look, but their size is kind of irrelevant. 
Mm. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I've been really looking forward to the whole... Um... The biggest model I'd have is a scythe hero jewel. A scythe hero jewel. Mm. Love them. Love to have one one day. A scythe hero jewel. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I have got, like, um, I have got a shadow sword, and, like, that sort of, like, size is about as big as I really care to go for the mm. most part. Uh, but I would make the exception for the armor cast. Um... Warhound, because there's just something a little special about like yeah. that era of goofy designs. I can't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Albion Merrick. Uh, what this is for all of us? What would be our favourite sci-fi setting to actually live in during peacetime? Nice. That's a, hmm. that's a very good addition to that question. Okay, can I start? Yeah, yeah. Of okay, so initially you go Firefly, but it's literally just it's Brexit in space. Yeah. Uh, and then I go prospect because that movie ha- is a piece of my soul. And they go, no, it's basically the industrial revolution in space plus Brexit. Yep. I just want to go there and hold hands with Ezra. Yeah. Um, so I would say Star Wars. Star Wars. And shock is- everyone. In a peacetime thing, Star Wars in a is a Because then like, oh, I'd, I'd just be a fuck. I'd be a fucking moisture farmer <laughs> on Arvala 7 and I'd fucking hate my life. But I could pretend I could have force powers. I would <laughs> I would try it now. Like, you know when you're lying on the couch? Everyone has done this at least once and tried to see if they have, like, Jedi powers and it's been like, can I get the remote? No. Oh, fuck. I have to stand up. Great. Love that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think Star Wars is probably the most well-rounded, especially because it's so vast that you can find like a place that you would be comfortable and happy to live in. There's there, there'll be a planet for you. Yeah, I think like uh, my gut tell my gut tells me that Star Trek would be the obvious answer for me. That'd be that'd be a better one than Star Wars. Um, I think. But there, there, I've got to say, there is something just a little more alluring about the Star Wars universe. And I don't know what it is. Mm. Even though objectively, I would have a better time in. In like the Star Trek universe, I feel there is just something about the Star Wars. Well, okay, let me let me posit this: if, if you are so desperate to have a thing di- different from me, I, I posit this caveat: you have hollow decks in Star Trek that you can <laughs> go in and pretend to be Obi Wan. Okay, or okay, yeah, fair, okay. <laughs> so you could just there do that. Go. How's that? Okay, drama. Uh, but what about you, darling? Um, I feel like living on the Citadel might be fun. Mass Effect <gasps> Citadel. Oh, that's... And you just want to do mouth kissing with an Asari. Or a Hannah. I'm not going to judge. Yeah. I think in peacetime, it's not being blown up and such. That would be fun. Yeah. 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 I get that. Uh, They also um, said, like, as an aside, uh, our music podcasts and videos have helped them get through being hospitalized. um, Oh, no. With something that sounds very nasty. Um, Enteritis and sepsis. Holy shit, Albion. Well... We are sending you all of our love and hugs mm-hmm. and well yeah. wishes and hope that you feel better real soon because you're awesome. Yeah, hope you. I hope. I hope you. By the time you hear this, you're doing a bit better. Yeah. Uh, next, we have a question from our friend Lynn. Hello, Lynn. Um, this is a music question. Oh shit. Uh, which is how the fuck do you strum some strings but not others when playing chords on a guitar? Oh. Uh, <laughs> or, yeah, on a drum yeah. strings. <laughs> There's this, you can play I, chords on lots of instruments. I'm being silly. Um, uh, it's not. Ma- <laughs> She's asking if it's magic. Uh, it's it's not magic. It's um, just an annoying amount of practice. It'll take you about six mm. months, dear. Usually, what you do, or at least uh, when it when it's an explicit thing where you are not supposed to hit the string anyway at all, 
uh, is that you are you lightly mute those strings with yeah. like whatever finger is sort of nearby. Like say, um, uh, if you're needing to mute um, your low E string, and you know you've your caught your your fingering a chord uh, underneath that, just the very top of one of your fingers can just rest on that string lightly enough to if, mute it. Yeah, if you're just doing that, then like. Especially if you're playing amped, you won't be able to hear like a bit of a yeah. thunk when you hit it um, at all. But yeah, instead of like it fully ringing out, it's just kind of keeping keeping a gentle finger on it. Yeah, it's okay. just it's just a thing you kind of just get used to over time. There isn't really a quick like trick to it. It's just unfortunately, yeah, yeah that's it's not a very satisfying answer. Yeah. But yeah, well, just, I mean, I'm... you could do what I did, and then when I when I was back being a guitarist back in days. <laughs> I, the sort of music we had, I just didn't ever need that. Do you call it a low low E string or high E string? The thinnest one. Because you said low E string. But did, you mean the, e. did you mean the thin one or did you mean the... I meant the one that's the lowest note. Yeah, okay, cool. Cause yeah, I, so... Because I, cause people, I've often heard people refer to that as your like bottom E string and your top E string as being the thin one, even though that's the opposite way around to what they actually are on the guitar. And so <sighs> I thought I'd just use its yeah, note okay, to, cool. to yeah, yeah. denote it because yeah. that always confuses me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair. But I, I just took that string off. Okay, we are no longer taking uh, recommendations from Drummer Matt. Um, <laughs> um, and then, well, and then, up, and then, then the, the, um, the, mach- the machine head and peg started rattling because there's no tension on it. So I just took the machine head, the whole thing off as well. Oh my god! And then, like your headstock was feeling wonky, so you just fucking removed that as well. <laughs> oh, I was Jesus young. <laughs> really? The thing is, if two not, weeks ago. If you're not using it, like you know, to be fair, I barely use those. Uh, if if it wasn't for playing Scar and therefore needing the bottom strings for doing that, like, I don't use them for much, I'll be honest. I mean, yeah, don't, don't do follow, do, don't do what I did, it messes with your, like, neck tension and oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not it, a good idea for many no, reasons. No, it's, it's not. But we're but laughing at trouble. It was easier yeah, than fine. learning how to mute a string when you try to do a chord. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's so all about, question. like, um, it, it's all about building up muscle memory and also strength in your fingers to, like, be able to hold positions that are more nuanced. Mm. And it's just something that will just come over time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, this, yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, from uh, Salamander, uh, thoughts on just chicken and mayo sandwiches? If you don't have lettuce in there, just don't fucking eat the sandwich. What are you doing? You've ruined You've wasted two things. I'm not the hugest fan of mayo. I can deal with it when there's a few other things going off there. Mm. So I'm sort of like... I do heavily seasoned chicken mm. as well. I'm feeling very... I, I don't have a strong opinion one way or the other. I mean, if you want that, that's fine, but I would not eat that personally. <laughs> if you're going to have chicken and a condiment, I would I would recommend um, uh, chicken shredded up and hot chicken gravy poured over it as a sandwich. Huh. That's fucking delicious. What's your opinion on this controversial topic, Matthew? I mean, it's fine, but yeah, it will be better with lettuce in it or some tomato mm-hmm. or something Lettuce, as well. tomatoes, maybe a bit of cheese. Bit of bacon if you're feeling really naughty. Oh, bacon bits if you're being real cheeky. But yeah, I mean it's fine. It's just it's not much effort to make it better. Yeah. But I guess if you don't like lettuce, fine. You do you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another food-related question from Hans the Dragon, uh, which is, how do you make your favourite hamburger? How do I make my favourite hamburger? Hamburguesa. Just mi hamburguesa favorita. Throw it in a pan. <laughs> Go to the pub. <laughs> 
go to the pub and then you storm into their kitchen <laughs> fuck yeah. up their fucking uh, I, I i this is all it's actually thing i'm it's actually thing i'm working on currently because i'm a really picky eater and i've always have been um i and so uh fancy burgers have always just felt like a waste to me because i don't I, I like think there's most... a level of fancy when you get to the thing where you can't wrap your mouth around it i think <laughs> you're just being a twat i'm talk- not talking to people eating them mm. i'm talking to people making them but there's like so much in them that i don't like and i'm like having to make a conscious effort like these days to like try things that i you know to like sort of force myself past my initial oh i don't really like that because sometimes i do like them when they're in a different context. I would say, like, I, I so always... I've only just recently got yeah. into, like, having more fancy burgers, mm. so I am the worst person to ask. I would say, with when it comes to that, good on you. Uh, also, I think that a rule of thumb I have with food is that... I'd say probably about the majority of the food that you think you don't like, you just haven't had cooked properly. This is often true. Um, so, you know, but there are there are some things that you, you just cannot stomach. Fucking hate the texture of tomatoes. Yeah, that's fine. I so I I like I like I like tomatoes on burgers, but the thing is, you t- it's like you know when you have a, a bit of stringy bacon on a sandwich and you take and it just kind of pulls everything out of the sandwich with the string and it's just like oh fuck off tomato. That's kind of how I feel. Oh. But yeah, I I like um I like heavily I I I, I like seasoning a lot. Um, I like to season my my burgers. I like wagyu burgers from Sainsbury's. Because yeah. they are fucking delicious. They are really, they nice. are really good. Yeah. Salt, pepper, onion powder, the, you know, maybe a bit of like you know chili powder if I'm feeling literally spicy. Um, <laughs> cheese, uh, romani lettuce. Uh, yeah. Good, a, a good uh, classic burger there. Yeah, just like, and I don't always have the lettuce because dramatically you know, undercook it as well. Oh yeah, I like it. I like it scored like like see it on the outside and a, and quite red, but like yeah. whip bless him. Yeah, my, I can't my deal with that. I can't. Like, I, <laughs> I, I I the I have my steak rare. Some part of my brain, <laughs> even though I know it's fine, when I have meat that is not is still a bit red, some part of my brain screams at me and is like, "No, you shouldn't be eating this." And it means that even if it tastes fine. I, it like, Your brain's freaking out. Some little anxiety trigger gets set, so I just, yeah, I, I can't eat that. <laughs> I tend to, like, when I cook burgers for us, I tend to, yeah, I, I score the outside, and then uh, I tend to leave it slightly pink in the middle for you. Yeah, you tend so to leave mine on a little bit longer than I, yours I for that reason. Yeah, I leave yours on for a bit longer. Thank you. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um, I was thinking about making empanadas, and then I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to have so many empanadas to eat on my own. <laughs> Because you won't eat them. <laughs> I made well. I mean, do you remember? I made that queso dip, mm. and you, you and Ruth had had like shared it with me because because Wib was like, no, we had we dipped it. normal things it. in it, no, and then I'm... we dipped not normal things in it. It was fine. What did you dip in it? I can't. Did sausage you... rolls. Sausage roll. Did you dip some chocolate in there? No. It, no, I'm sure. Yeah, it was. It was an Oreo. Cho- it was like an Oreo. Oh no! Wasn't it one of those? Um... Like uh, you know the cornflake, like where it's like covered in chocolate and stuff. And... Oh no, I got brownies. It was brownies? I got brownies because yeah. I dipped a brownie in there. Yeah, and then you were like, "I regret this," because it was like when you ate um, ketchup and chocolate ice cream, and you were like, "The flavors have separated, and both of them are terrible." <laughs> Even though you like both of them. Yeah, that was that was on the podcast. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do not remember which episode. Yeah, be yeah, a drum bum. Apart from like, well, how do you like a burger made for you? Uh, yeah, pink, nice and pink. Um, mm, juicy. Yeah. If I don't have a bloody like, sort of... roll, I'm going to be mad. 
pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty classic to be honest. Just a bit of cheese, a bit of salad, lettuce. Sometimes like a bit of coleslaw esque stuff in there as well. I had a sandwich with nice. coleslaw in it the other day. Yeah, it's good. the other day it was barbecue chicken and coleslaw, and I actually quite liked it. It had some capsicum in it, which made me angry, but apart from that, it was pretty good. But yeah, so there you go. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Hans. Now okay. we're all hungry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> quick question here uh, from Inaction. Um, do you still have the PO box set up for donating our Warhammer books and whatnot? Uh, we currently do not. We, When we do, we will announce it. We've been meaning to do it like this year, but uh, everything's been... A bit fucky, so we just haven't got around to uh, it. Yeah, I don't know uh, if you if you do not live. I don't know if you live in the UK, uh, but uh, everything is stupidly expensive here because this country is on fire and disappearing into the ocean. Yeah, Turf uh, Island is really kicking the fuck off. It's fucking awful here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, we, we we will we do aim to open it again at some point, but it is just not currently. Open. It's not financially viable. Um, I feel this is probably directed towards me. I think this is directed at you, uh, which is from Bin Monster, which is asking, what happens to your hair? Got cancer! <laughs> yeah. 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 Unless he's talking about the gif you used. But it's uh, it, might, it might be related to the gif, because it is a picture of um, thingy George H.W. Bush from The Simpsons, where his hair's all messed up. Yeah, uh, so, so that's that's a joke from The Simpsons, but um, I got cancer. I'm better now. Um, and I've got a full head of hair now, and it's pretty cool because I can imagine. Because like some people didn't know I was wearing a wig, mm. um, in some of our videos, and they were like, "Oh, that's your hair looks really nice down. You should wear it down more often." And I'm like, "That is adorable." It's very down, mm. as in it's on the side right yeah, now. Yeah, my my dear Joe and piggy bank is wearing it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will ask one one uh, one. Uh, this is the one last question we have. Okay. Okay. Uh, which um, is from uh, Seamus. Hello. Asking, what's the comfiest outfit for a warm and rainy day? A Which willing sub. <laughs> what, like, wear them like a pair of trousers or like a jumper or? Oh, no, you, like, you know, you have one on each hand. Keep your hands warm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, because I, uh, I find that to be one of the more annoying things to... Um... I hate dressing for a warm and rainy day. A warm, warm and rainy, rainy day is an annoying one. fuck off. Because I'm like, I have horrifying memories of going and fucking around in the Glasshouse Mountains as a child in fucking, like, yellow, like, plastic uh, raincoat with my yellow Wellingtons and just everything sticking to me <laughs> and, get, and just overheating and then being really upset. And then my father trying to like move me, and I'm like, "No, I want to sit on the rock, Daddy." <laughs> and then I sat on the rock, and then I just threw off my raincoat, and it was awesome. That's a very visceral mm. response. I think um, the closest, the closest. I'm I can staying come... the fuck inside because there is no way to have a comfy outfit for a warm and rainy day. Because fuck warm and rainy days, they're stupid. Because you can't wear a big sexy raincoat. No, um... I went to the gym the other day, and it was really warm and rainy to the point where the rain felt warm. I was in like moisture wicking clothes, apart from my hoodie. Mm. And I was like, this is the worst day of my life. And I've had cancer. <laughs> I'm allowed to make that joke, although I feel shitty about it. Just wear a t-shirt and have an umbrella. That's, just that's just a t-shirt. Answer. We want you flying, like, genitals on full display. That's I, the best outfit. I mean, you know, dealer's choice on the bottom half of your body, I guess. No, has to be fully naked. But you can or cannot wear shoes. It's Do you have you. any recommendations for this highly specific question, Matthew? Uh, uh, I like... A Cadillac? An anorak. An anorak. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Or not, depends what you're doing. Fuck you know, it. Warm, rainy days are a fun days to go out for a run. 
in which mm. case was where like i think it really depends it. on the kind of warm rain because if it's just like generally warm like there are times when you go out and like if the rain is quite cool then it can be really nice just be out in the rain whilst it's like I, warm but oh. the rain's cool whereas if the rain's also warm then you can get really overheated really easily i get overheated really easily anyway and like i literally i left the gym the other day and it was that really hot day and it was like it was like really sunny and overbearing and then suddenly black sky mm. and it was just pouring with rain and i went out after like being really gross and sweaty in the gym and it was just cool rain and i was just like Oh, I nearly walked into a few people because I was just kind of like head up in the like staring at the sky, like not like fully main character, like falling to my knees in the street in the rain and screaming. You, you didn't the look sky. like you were from Platoon. I did not. You, weren't, look like you were not I was, Willem Dafoe in Platoon. I, I I wish I was, but no, I was not. You could have his upsettingly large penis. Reportedly upsettingly <laughs> large penis. You know, Pedro Pascal interviewed him once. Did he talk at... to him about his upsettingly large penis? Yeah. Okay. You'll never know because you'll never watch that fucking. Interview. I will not. No. I have. No, they were in uh, the Great Wall together. Oh yeah, mm. which is a movie that exists. It is mm. by one of Pedro Pascal's favorite directors of all time because um. he's a fanboy. <laughs> anyway, uh, that, is all, all, all that is all the questions. Pero means butt in Spanish. Okay, that is all the questions. Thanks, everybody. That is all the questions. Uh, I hope that us talking about rain and food was what you came here to listen to, because that's what you got. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Uh, but yeah, so thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Uh, we shall be back in another month or so. And yeah. uh, has anyone else got anything they want to say before we say goodbye? No. No. Yeah. Goodbye. No. I will Goodbye. get drunk with your mothers. Well, I'll get your mothers drunk. Complimentary, not creepy. Do you want someone to bother your mother? <laughs> is your mother buttered? Oh, is your bo- uh, mother buttered? <laughs> no, I've, I've mixed those up. <laughs> oh. Would you like us to assign someone to worry your mother? Oh, okay. Yeah. Excuse me. It's all, it's, this is all a terrible, <laughs> a, a, ter- a, a terrible mix-up and makes no sense. <laughs> Much like the other 142 episodes of this fucking podcast. This is true. This is true. Yeah, th- uh, thank you for listening, everybody. And until next time, stay fresh, cheese bags. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 Say goodbye. Bye. <laughs>